Good afternoon and good evening. I'm Tito Labine. This is the Impulse Show. And with me, as always, looking uh, well-rested and fit, Jeffrey Keeble. What up, what up? I don't know about rested or fit, but I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm here. I'm alive. Uh, this is how I look. Well, you uh, look at least the part. And I think that's what's most important is, you know, look, looking like you know, looking like you've been there. What's up with the positivity right now? I don't know. I don't know, man. You were coming at me uh, just before you hit record, and I... (laughs) I was not coming at you. I decided to turn that around and, uh, you know what I mean, kill him with kindness. You always think I'm coming... You are always... I just speak the truth and you hate it. Once I I had let people know what gaslighting means, it's it's crazy that people don't know what gaslighting means. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. And then once we kind of like... Like the West Coast, like Doug and Jessica didn't know what uh, yeah, that, gaslighting that, that, was. That's actually was surprising. That was really surprising. You would think in California that they would really know what like gaslighting is. Yeah. And then it was just funny because then uh, Doug's wife was just like, you do that to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we totally got him in trouble. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I totally do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't have a word for it. So then uh, now they've got a word for it. Uh, yes. So hopefully we don't ruin that marriage. No, nope. you know, or, uh, you know, that engagement. Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, the wedding that we're going to. Yep. Uh, three sixteen twenty four. Yes. Oh, damn. I thought it was a one at first. <laughs> I was like, talk about a misprint. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So we are down one guy right now. Again. Uh, again, uh, man. Geez, we bring him to one race. Yep. Back for one race. We held them accountable for one and Lena. We we can't we went just as fans. Yep. And then we lost him. Yep, we lost him. He he was he was so good because we were able to watch him at Lena. You know, I, I was watching <laughs> him. Like, I was watching him. I was watching him on Friday. <laughs> he was watching me. And then on Saturday you were watching both of us. Or on Sunday you were watching both of us. Yep. And then we uh, go to Bark River and, you know, kind of go off and do our own thing. And yep. now he's gone. I was yep. back in rehab. Yeah, relapsed. Hardcore. Yeah, it went to the good stuff this time. The, mm-hmm. the 98. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he went OG. Mm-hmm. Went right past the 96. <laughs> yeah. Right to the 98. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Only getting worse. Yep, yep. So, but uh, I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of him not being here. Yep. I don't know. Maybe there's time for a change. No. <laughs> no. No, just kidding. No, I can't lose him. Uh, no, no. But, uh, yeah, put Lyle in your guys' prayers, please, so mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. gets better and ready for Crandon. Yep. He's uh, been hitting that uh, racing fuel just hard. Mm-hmm. And, um, just loves it. Can't seem, to, can't seem to get away from it. We. Nope. We usually f- uh, fill his tank for him whenever uh, mm-hmm. he needs gas or stuff, anything <laughs> else like that. Um, we don't allow him to mow the lawn. Nope. You know, kind of be in that atmosphere of mm-hmm. being able to be around it. So mm-hmm. that's why he's so skinny. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yep, those yep, those yep. fumes are, uh, you know, mm-hmm. boost your, boost your, um, what is it? Your metabolism. Yep. Mm-hmm. Boost your metabolism. Mm-hmm. 
And even then, you know, your, uh, your appetite really decreases because yep, yep. that's all you're craving then is just those fumes. Yep. So put him in your prayers. Mm-hmm. He's out there somewhere, hopefully, you know, getting the help that he needs. Mm-hmm. And this segment is presented by VP race. No, I just, yeah. <laughs> shame on you, JP. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> VP uh, racing fields, yeah, everybody. Yeah, Remington. Yeah, yeah. JP Remington, contact him for all your field needs. He's been in contact with Lyle too much. No. <laughs> Uh, your local dealer, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man, no, but uh, uh, one hell of a weekend, dude. Man. What a weekend, man. You yeah. know, and and I always have a good time at Bark River. Yes, yes. Well, Bark River is memorable. Yeah, it really does hold like a. You know, we had a our special, ups and special then place. We had our downs, and then now this year it was like, all right. Or just cool sailing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I can't remember who was saying something to me, but I brought up like Bark River and just kind of like how it's like a special different weekend. I think for, at least for me and mm-hmm. I think for the team too, because two years ago I got the vest and, uh, you know, it's pretty big deal. And then that night we, um, Celebrated. Had steaks, yep. celebrated, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, indulged in gel- gelatins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and then last year it was kind of the same thing where then, um, you know, we did, we were like, hey, like, let's, we're camping out again. Yeah, keep tr- the tradition going. Yep. I was like, let's go to Massey's, get some steaks. Mm-hmm. Recommendation by Kyle Kleiman. Mm-hmm. Miigwech, uh, miigwech. Miigwech. Oh. Chi, chi, miigwech. Wannan. Wado. Yuanko. Mm. Oh, wow. Now you're just mm-hmm. shouting random, random words now. Ah. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. I got my six-year-old. He's all, he's all jacked up for kids messenger. So he could keep up with his cousins of North. So. Mm-hmm. And there's no internet. So yeah. Yeah. So Might we're living in and out. Yeah. We're living like the old times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now he's going to get taste. We should just send him outside. Yeah. I know. Right. <laughs> Uh, but no, no. So yeah, Bark River always memorable, always good yep. to us. Um, yeah, just uh, and this year was no different, dude. Um, man, to to kind of have the little deal that we had was was yes, awesome. Yes, yeah, yeah. I guess we could talk about that. Yeah, if you guys didn't notice, we were all over that bitch, all <laughs> over it, like right. me on a cupcake, baby. Yeah, yeah. me on. Um. Pain pills. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. He's admitting yeah, it, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Oh, shit, guys. No. It's like me on some white women. Yeah. No, but uh, all, all over, man. It was, it was yeah. really cool to- It was uh, awesome. To kind of to kind of get that um, deal worked out and for, and for them to also kind of offer or like suggest yes. those kinds of things because they, they had wanted us to, you know, cover, uh, do some content for them this year, next year. They, you know, they had different ideas and they- you know, threw yeah. stuff our way. We threw stuff back their way yep. and, and with the whole Lions Club deal. And they're like, well, is there any way that we can kind of do this? So, you know, as natives do, we bartered yep. and yep. Um, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, worked out a deal with the, uh, they off, the offered sponsorship opportunities. So yep. we got two trackside banners. An ad in the, in the book, in the yeah. program, in the race program. Yep. And then we got our own fucking corner. 
own chicane, dude. Yep. And and I just want to let people know too, and and I think now is a good opportunity to say it on the podcast that, dude, you have great ideas. Like the whole Monday morning reflections, Jeffrey's idea. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, vlog camera that we're kind of doing the whole, like some of that stuff. You know, Jeffrey's idea, the chicane idea. Like, like, oh, we should have that chicane named Impulse Media Chica- Jeffrey's idea. Mm-hmm. Like, he has these ideas that, you know, he, we're, even the podcast was your idea. Mm-hmm. And we're, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yep, keep going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep, my head's, I don't think, I gotta stretch these headphones out quick. <laughs> keep going. We're, uh, yeah, like, like, is this a lot what of, love is? Yeah. No. <laughs> is this support? Oh yeah. God. Holy shit. Damn. <laughs> now I'm gonna start pushing away because yeah. that's my red yeah. flag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. Uh, yeah, it's a little broken. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, dude, like, and, and that's just yeah. one of those where, I think that's what I think makes makes our team work is ideas. Like, and I've said this before: is like if it works, awesome. If it doesn't work, okay, then then we won't do it, and we'll try something else. You know, we'll do we'll yeah. But it's that willingness to like try something. Yes, yes, and no. It, it, like I said, it's just something where, yeah, I just want to keep pushing the sport in the right directions, and especially pushing us in the right direction. Yeah. So, um, hopefully I'm doing a good thing. Um, I, I guess next, you know, next step is to hopefully start having, uh, marketing partnerships, Yeah, you know, next and people that support us and people that are, you know, just, uh, willing to listen to our bullshit and shenanigans and, and, you know, want to, want to push the limits of their, their program too. And, you know, and that's, and that's where we're at, you know, yeah. I was talking to a friend and, you know, he was like, oh, you got to work with companies that have the same ideas as you. Yes. I was just about to say that. Yeah. So, you know, with that being said, you know, it's just like, you know, we just, uh, you know, we're, we're slowly looking into, into that and um, like looking at who, you know, would be a good fit for us and everything. And we're going to reach out and hopefully, you know, you know, this podcast is littered with. With uh, commercials, <laughs> Applebee's, hit yeah. us up. No. <laughs> get your two for one deals yeah, now on yeah. Applebee's. <laughs> yeah, get ten percent off Impulse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Impulse ten. <laughs> but no, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, no. I think we're going in a good direction. You know, like I yeah. said, we we're all over Bark River, and it was just cool. My sister showed up and uh, with my son and everything, and um, you know, she was. Uh, you know, it was cool because we we're just sitting there and we we're watching the race, and it was the only race I could, you know, watch with them. And and, and they're like, "Oh, and uh, Pro Buggy coming into, you know, the Impulse Media chicane." And she just looked at me. She's like, "Did they really just say that?" I'm like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Isn't that cool?" Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't just see my sister's, you know, face light up and and kind of at awe and everything. And it does mean a lot to us, you know. Just, yeah. uh, you know, we're doing the right things, you know, like. Like I said, we love the sport. You know, you don't, obviously, if we're about money, we wouldn't be in the sport. Yeah. But here we are. We love it. We're trying to do better. We're hopefully doing better with Bark River. By Bark River, by them hiring us and everything. And, yep. you know, it's just, yeah, let's keep the ball rolling. Yeah. I mean, dude. Uh, the, the foot race too. Oh dude, I mean. the foot race was, uh, I got booed. I, I never got booed so hard in my life. <laughs> I was, I really didn't want to run that bitch. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad I showed up late. Yeah. 
It was, uh, <laughs> dude. It was. It was a lot. It was a lot of fun. It was one of those where it is a tough deal to run it on Saturday night. And and the reason we did it on Saturday night was last year Bark River wanted it to kind of also have an audience to lead up to their band. Like their band, I think started at nine or nine thirty. Yep. And last year we're like, okay, well, we'll start it at eight. Well, we tried to do it this year again at eight and races ran long, but that's also kind of what we, the, the tough spot we run into on Saturday is, you know, when there's carnage, whenever there's crazy shit happening, yep. you know, guys got to work on their stuff yes. and they're not, the last thing on their mind is running a, a stupid foot race. Yeah. Yes, for five hundred and two dollars. Five hundred pesos. Five hundred uh, pesos. <laughs> courtesy of Dave Mason Jr. <laughs> yeah. And Taylor. And Taylor, yes. But yeah, yeah. So I, I think still a great turnout. Actually a lot of people that showed up surprised me. Yeah. Because I agree. because of it, you know, crazy Joe Greaves yep. showed up. Uh Kyle's wife Hunter made him show up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> thank Got, you, Hunter. Yep. Thank you, you Hunter. Much. Um, you know, and then, and then, um, you know, Haley Shanley showed up, you know, yeah. it was just like Jordan. all these, yeah, Jordan showed up, you know, it, it was cool. Yeah. You know, for them to support us or everyone, everyone that was there that support, supported us, like, thank you so much. Yep. You know, so I mean, obviously Tito, that that's Tito's uh, big idea <laughs> that uh, we waste money on. No. Yeah. <laughs> But no, no, it goes out to a good event, you know. You know, congrats to the winner, Josh Bear. Yep, we'll see you at uh, the golf course on Thursday. <clears throat> yep, see you there because yep. uh, our scores are going to count. Yep. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but no, congrats. You know, then he was trying to give us money back, and I'm, we're, yeah. you know, we're like, no, dude, this is, you know, we're we're hoping that a racer takes the money instead of a fan. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, whether the fan or racer wins, you know, it's money towards their program or money towards beer or whatever they want to spend yep. the money on. But if we race and wins, you know, we feel good because it could be a. Yeah. A big game changer. Yeah. It could I mean, be a set of tires. I, I don't know what $502 and 500 pesos is going to get you, but <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you know, whatever works, works. And you know, it was cool because even, you know, you know, even with the uh, 1500 or 2000, whatever we raised for the super stock truck um, winner, you know, we were talking to him and he was like, yeah, he was like, I bought my crew all dinner that night on mm -hmm. the way home. I paid for fuel. And Dude, that went a long ways, man. He was like, it paid for a few parts and everything. And, you know, it's just like it made that worth it. It made yes. the running around that weekend worth it. Yes. You know, hearing that, you know, what we did or what what everyone did. It wasn't just us. It was everybody that contributed, yes. all the fans, everybody. And, you know, it's just like that's what it's all about. You yep. know? And it was cool to hear that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. 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 I mean, the, uh, yeah, the, the foot race, dude, the, just the stuff that we do. We said it's, it's, you said it's for the drivers. If a, if a fan wins it, you know, great, you know? Yeah. But when, oh yeah, one of the winner drivers wins it helps out in any way. That's great. That's kind of why we whole, yeah, we started it. Um, and also, and it's great for the fans to hang out with the drivers. Yeah, yeah. Too, so, or even just to like have, you know, matchup opportunities. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Taylor Roloff versus Michael Meister. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? A, a light buggy guy versus a pro buggy guy. Yep. And even you know, it's it's on the track. You're running it in person. It also kind of opens you up to have some sort of like little camaraderie with somebody. 
So yeah. like I yeah. raced against that guy Bacon from uh, Dave Mason's crew. Yep. It's something that we'll always have. It's just like, oh, remember that time, blah, blah. And we yeah. always joke about it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then the next round, I got beat by uh, Jordan uh, Burnlower. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just little su- stuff like that that, you know, you feel like you're connected to or it's an opportunity to kind of then have teams and crews and different classes kind of hang out and bullshit. Um, in, in a sense, maybe they would never have hung out. Yes, exactly. You know? Yes. Yeah. Um, but no. Uh, Next, we're going to do a dance and a ball. No. Yeah. Should we tell them? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So in the same sense of us loving to do the foot race, I don't think we're going to do one for Crandon, uh, for fall Crandon. And the reason being is just, I'm sure you've all seen the schedule. The schedule is insane. The schedule is overwhelming just to look at, mm-hmm. let alone try to work around a million different things going on that weekend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Wednesday, we have a, that golf outing. We have a content thing for Keegan that we're doing. Thursday, practice starts at 8 a.m. 8. And that's just for the pros. You know, and by the time the last Ultra 4 practice is scheduled to go, like the very last one is 645. Mm. And then they have that VIP dinner, I think, in the pavilion from 730 to 10. And even if... Even if the Ultra Four thing goes off as planned, I mean, what time are they going to even be done then? By seven, seven fifteen, seven thirty. Yeah, then they still got a track prep. Yep, track prep. Yep, which means we won't even be able to get out there till eight thirty, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And then by the time we get shit started, it's nine. Yeah, and yeah. it's like that's already a long day. We might have a meeting meeting at seven a.m. on that day. So yeah, I mean, yeah, <clears throat> I mean, for me, yeah, that just makes sense. I mean. I didn't make that call, by the way. Just to let everyone know. Yeah. It was, uh, it was <laughs> I Lyle. I'm, no. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm the Debbie Downer of the group at times, but <laughs> I yeah. got to reel it in. But no, actually, Tito made the call, and I think it's the right call. And, you know, um, yeah. We just hope, every, we just want everyone to have fun. We don't want to be stressed out. We yeah. already got a long weekend. So. Well, and then not only that, like I said, with, with the vibe that I got from Bark River, like, the first year that we did it, it was a lot of fun. It was something new. It was different. So it's like everybody wanted to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like this year, it's like, oh, okay, they're doing the foot race again. And it was just kind of one of those where, I don't know. It was like, I don't want to say brushed off, but we understand why they weren't there. Why why people weren't there. Yeah. So it's like one of those where, okay, do we want to go through the whole rigmarole of trying to do another foot race at Crandon with how hectic the schedule is? We don't know if people are going to be at the dinner. We don't know if they're going to be at a lake lot because I know that Thursday night, People usually go pretty hard. Yeah. Like at least some of the pros go hard. Yeah. Because then yeah. they don't have to race till Saturday. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, again, 2023, Granite Labor Day race canceled. Yes. We, I I don't know. I don't even, I don't even know if we would. I don't know. Unless someone can give us an idea and like rowdy us back up. But I mean, right now it's, it's canceled. It really is so hard to even try to like, think yeah. Of it yeah. So happening. Um, and, Can't happen we, Friday. I mean, we, and we still might have a three on three tournament to run. Yeah. May, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's something that we do. I don't know. We're Keegan, you know, is thinking about bringing a basketball hoop yep. and then, um, you know, impulse media versus team Kincaid. Yeah. And, uh, everyone can watch that. Enjoy. Oh, I'm going to whoop his ass. <laughs> on him. I, I don't know. On him, man. On him. Like I, told, said, him, I, I wish, told him to wear a mouth guard. I wish you had, a, I wish I had your confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I 
truly do. Oh man, no, it's like that uh, tennis thing that we watched yesterday. Oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kygos. Yeah, or Kygos like? thinks he's the uh, best uh, grass tennis player. Despite, Despite being, being number 76, 76 in the world. Yeah. <laughs> 75 others say otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, that's the kind of confidence I need right there. Yeah. But no, uh, yeah. So, no. And uh, yeah, I, I, I guess I'm more rambling right now. Um, well, I guess moving on from the uh, foot race, I mean, there's, uh, there's stuff that we can talk about for Bark River um, that we don't necessarily have to. Um, maybe we'll get into it with our guest. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk yeah. about our guest more. Uh, oh, we just got a, or a text about our internet. Not going to be on. It says it's taking longer than expected. So of course, of course, of course. Um, no, our, our guest or, uh, Kyle said, uh, closer to one is fine. So, I mean, we can text him, but, um, nope, obviously that's who our, our guest is today, but we also have a special guest coming on later. I mean, yep. chances are you've probably seen the the title of who it's going to be. Yes. So, I mean, excited to have Bobby on. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if he has a lot of explaining to do, but I would like to, not even late, but I guess like just hearing what you have that ask him. Yeah. I think for me as like a fan, I want to understand, you know, the, the, like the inner workings of it or understand why he makes certain calls on things. Yeah. Or what are they feeling? Or it's like, what are they feeling that weekend? And they just run with it. Yeah. What determines what? I mean, to be truly honest, I mean, Bark River was a fucking demolition derby. (sighs) I, and I think what upset (laughs) or frustrated, I wouldn't even say upset. I think what frustrated a lot of people is the inconsistency. That was the word we heard a lot. Yes. Over the weekend was inconsistency. Yep. And like my diet. Yeah. (laughs) Like my golf game. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say like my love life, but it's non-existent. Ah, uh-uh. <laughs> hey, there's uh-uh. a difference between love life and then that other life. No, you know that, I mean? no, it's that, slowly creeping to that, the that, love life. That gigolo life. Yeah, no, the gigolo <laughs> life is like the love life. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. When you're a gigolo, you can't fall in love well, with the- Well, when uh, you're a gigolo, you have multiple people, partners. Wow. What are you trying to say? But you got one. I, I mean, that's like me. I, I'm a gigolo, but I, I got one partner. I only got one starting quarterback. I don't know what you want from me. Yeah. Love. Oh, that does sound bad. Yeah, it, it does. Shit. See? We, all right. Anyways. No. So we're, we're talking about Bark River. How do we go from talking about Bobby? You're talking about this. So yeah, I made, I made it make sense. Thank you. No. You guys heard that? No. No. Mark it. <laughs> yeah, timestamp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's making up timestamp. Oh, man. I don't know. Should we? Because then he's going to, would he take us seriously then knowing that? No, that's not. That's, I guess we'll just keep that between yeah, us. We'll, we'll keep we'll keep that as a show. Maybe later on. Yeah, maybe we'll like, show him. We'll yes. just show him. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Yeah. But it was so funny. Um, no. Uh, so, uh, Bark River, uh, the, yes. the demolition derby. Um, like I said, we'll, we'll get into it with, with Kyle LaDuke, but I mean, just kind of your thoughts and opinions on, on like Saturday. Cause it seemed like, I mean, I said it in the Monday morning reflections, the commentators curse with Shane and Brent where they were like, Hey, we've had great racing all day throughout sportsmen and we're going to have great racing with the pros. And when they said that, I think that was just before the pro two race. <laughs> I think. And uh, the pro two race was great. But then after that, that pro four race on Saturday, 
was a demolition derby. Yeah. And um, and then Sunday. Sunday was just a, a fest, if you would say. I mean, yeah, I think I think Saturday's racing carried over into Sunday's racing. You know, all the feuds, everything, the the beef, everything. You know, you have Johnny Holcher and Bob Bob Brand. Brand. You know, then you had Jimi Henderson and CJ. Yep. You know, that battle's been going on since Crandon, so that that's nothing new. But then you know you have, you know you have. you know, the top three and, and pro light going at it, you know, bump bumper. Yeah. Things. Like just like Lena, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. It's I like, mean, so what, like Maddox, um, Rosales. Rosales. Um, I don't know if Brody was necessarily well, in it, but Brody fucking got taken out on Sunday. Yeah, he did. And uh, Hey Brody, my bad. Yeah. My bad, Brody. Hey, did you hey. like? Did you like that? I put that on the. Yeah, reflection? I was like, damn, he got well, he got a jab jab at me. I was like, God damn it! I was like, I hope Brody doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad. I was like, I even asked him. I was like, during the interview, I was like, yeah, this is your first one of the season, right? So bad. He's like, no, it's my third. I'm like, damn. I, like, I don't watch Pro Light. <laughs> <laughs> I was totally lying to him. Oh, man. I was like, God damn it. I was like, I'm so bad. And then Caleb hit me and I was just like, fuck. I was like, my bad, Brody. I "I just lost my potential of landing you as a client. Yep. Yep. (laughs) There he goes. Don't. Don't give in, Brody. (laughs) Yeah. So Next next year, though. Hey, Brody, Brody, my bad. Love you. Yep. Love you too. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just assuming when he hears us, he's yeah. gonna say, "I love you too." Derek. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so yeah, dude. Saturday was uh, Saturday was a thing, man. Meister even. Yeah, Meister was driving like a pissed off sixteen year old. Fucked up, dude. It was and it was just a bad day. Man. Yeah, like he, I think he got like a like a flat tire and then had to go in and then he ended up getting caught up around that big turn and then he had to rip the. I never seen that consistent, off. such a, a consistent guy be so inconsistent. Yeah, this year, dude, like I said, that was the word of the weekend, man. Inconsistent. Yeah, he just doesn't have it. He not, not doesn't have it. It's like anything. The Newton's law. Anything yeah. that can go wrong. Murphy's law. The Murphy's law. Murphy Newton. Who's Newton? It's just Newton. Like his like three laws of physics. Yeah. Yeah. Isaac Newton. Yeah. What's Murphy's law then? Murphy's law is anything bad that can happen will. Oh, okay. I yep. think that's what you're saying. Yep, Murph. Okay. No. <laughs> oh, Murph. Yeah, Murph. Sub dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, man. He, uh, I was, I was kind of, I don't want to say back by staging, but, but like kind of up by the billboards. So I couldn't see the, uh, I couldn't see the big screen. Um, but I knew something happened with Meister. Yeah. I, just, I didn't know what until I watched it back. I was like, that, like his rollover. I don't know. I don't want to say it, it looked violent. Like it did, but when he popped out just fine and okay, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I went back and I rewatched it and he got super lucky with how that thing rolled. Yes. Super lucky how everything like, uh, like the centrifugal force of everything. Yeah. Like where it landed and everything, super lucky, glad he's okay. I'm sure he's a little sore, but, uh, yeah, I saw a snap last night and he was just now, um, yeah, he was just, uh, kind of tearing it down. Yeah, so. yeah. So no, hopefully he turns the season around and can end up on a good note. Um, you know, pro stock and he wouldn't believe it, but pro stock and and pro mod, 
Pro Turbo? Pro Turbo are the now the the cleanest class. <laughs> well, I mean, we got to talk about Pro Stock then on Sunday. What would happen on Sunday? With the uh, second, third, and fourth. Oh yeah, I mean, but clean. I mean, as oh, like racing. They're, they're not. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah. You know, like three years ago, we wouldn't be saying that shit. No, God no. <laughs> we're like, learn how to drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another open wheel thing. Oh, that was another question too that I had gotten from a from a buggy driver from out west. Um, I'd let him know who our guest was going to be, and a good question he had was about the buggy versus pro light cup race then on Friday. Oh yes. Like, what's the call going to be? Um, because buggies are open wheel and it's so much more sketchy. Dude, so sketchy. So it's like, okay, how is... And the thing is, it's like, it's not even the buggies that are, it's the trucks. Yes. That are going to get the yes. bad so side of it. Jordan, get Jordan Burnlower, Michael Meister, Billy Booth, Larry Job, Bobby Connor. Watch out, guys. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bobby C coming Bobby at you. Bobby C. Yeah. Old BC himself, yeah, man. Yeah. Good, good on him, man. He's mm-hmm. a uh, buddy of mine from our buddy, our buddy, yeah. our buddy. Yep. Um, from from Crandon and uh, made his debut Bark River. And, yep. And he did good. He yeah. did what he did what he wanted. He was he was realistic about everything. Yeah. Too, so yes. I, I appreciated that. Yep. Yeah. It wasn't he wasn't all big headed like uh, the guy that he tents under with. Yep. Yep. No. Like Keegan. <laughs> Keegan's got the biggest fucking head, man. <laughs> Even when he shaved his head, he still got a big old knot on him. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Catherine, feed that guy too, please. Yeah. God, I know. He looked a little sick, man. Got us he all scared. Did. It scared me. Like, I mm-hmm. hugged him and mm-hmm. I basically hugged myself. <laughs> so skinny. Hugged the two by four. Yeah. It's like I was hugging Lyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all muscular. Holy. I'm back. He's back <laughs> from rehab. Fresh out of rehab. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm only yeah. allowed at noon. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, shh, boys, I escaped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, your your rehab segment is presented by VP Racing Fields. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we were like, Lyle's at rehab. And it was like, oh, we were like, having your thoughts and prayers and sitting up the hard stuff yeah. this time. So, you know, just. And then he goes, and this uh, brought to you by VP Racing Fuels. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, his dealer, JP Remington. Yep. Get a yep. hold of him mm-hmm. if you want that good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dealer for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he don't say no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, uh, on the for real, I know everyone thinks that Lyle goes to rehab, but he just had his tooth pulled. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should probably sign. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All jokes aside, for real. Yeah. I am on drugs right now, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I see the creator. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right out here. Yeah, I see, <laughs> see that Kachat Kano. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, Mama Ghost Nun. No, no. McCall. <laughs> Daniels? No. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Damn. Oh, uh, no, we were, uh, where were we at? Uh, I was just talking about like the craziness that was, I was gonna say, Mark I, River on I walked Sunday. in, you guys calling Keegan skinny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, let's stop getting sidetracked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll just hop in whenever. Keep going. Yeah. So we have like, again, we have a lot to talk about. I just text our guests at five to 10 minutes. Yep. And, um, you know, we'll see what he says. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't even know how much we're going to be able to talk about Bark River with our, with our guest, mm-hmm. but I know that there are talking points that I had, um, just kind of like uh day one racing. Um, everything was great. I, I felt like with day one racing, 
Um, oh, he said 15. <laughs> okay. Um, day one racing though, I thought was, I thought was great. Um, like stock truck. It's like super stock truck. Dude. Oh yeah. Mm, like I finally seen what uh, you were talking on about. On Saturday. Mm-hmm. Hey like, fuckers. You guys couldn't do that at ERX. Yeah. Right. Couldn't, or put a, couldn't put on a show. Or Lena. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> fuckers were clean all week. Yeah. All year. Yeah. No. And then a uh, little bit of bumping and banging. A little yeah. bit of drama. I know that uh, Machosik had an it. issue. Yeah. I think Sunday. On, okay, on Sunday. Sunday. Yep. On Saturday, Nick Bing got the lead. Yeah. Oh, for mm-hmm. two turns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Glorious two turns. And oh boy, I mean, I cheered hard, man. You did. Like I let everyone know. Mm-hmm. And then he uh, biked it and couldn't save it and rolled it. Yeah. And then uh, the whole Braden Beauchamp. Family behind me cheered <laughs> when Brayden went by in the lead, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed." <laughs> but uh, no, and then uh, you know, Brayden. I think Brayden went on to win that race, didn't he? Nope, Kyle did, didn't he? Or not Kyle Scott? No, no, Blanchard didn't. No, he didn't win Saturday. I think Who he broke win? down. Who did win on Saturday? Which was no, it was. I feel like it, it was, was Brayden. Yeah, because it was like the hometown thing. Yep, mm-hmm. it was Brayden. Um, is Brandon from up there? Gladstone, I think mm-hmm. they kept saying. Damn, yeah. we could have interviewed him. Could have. Hmm. So, and then after that, <laughs> the pro buggy, um, Meister was catching uh, Jordan Burnlower. Yep. Jordan Burnlower got his first first win. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, congrats, congrats to him. No, no, mm-hmm. second win. Was the second win? Yep. Mm-hmm. I picked him at ERX. Yep. And he won at ERX. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yep. You're right. Dumbass. You're right. Fuck. Oh, uh, Pay attention. God damn. Just kidding. I remember. Sorry. I don't I, don't I remember watch. Jordan. Who win who money? Yeah. And then uh no, uh was it uh man, was that Pro Spec? No, that was Sun Sunday. Um uh Pro Two. Let's go to Pro Two. Pro two. Oh shit, we're um, skipping. Yeah, fuck it. Let's yeah, let's go to Pro Two. Oh, um, is that all the classes? <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, well, then what? Uh, stock. I mean, CJ won stock. Yeah, you know, gone fest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey. Then the old man showed up. Oh yeah, Turbo. Oh, turbo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hot yep. Rod's back. Yeah. Yep. yep. Hot Rod is back, dude. He was. I interviewed him on Sunday. Biting and him off. He said, "You don't. You never learn by by pushing limits." Mm-hmm. He's like, I we've been testing and tuning this car, and he's like, we finally got it to where it's at, to where it's good. Yeah, and he's like, we could keep keep it like last year, but he's like, we tried something different, and he's like, we finally figured it out. It's looking yep. good. Yep. So he's back. Three podiums in a row. Man, who was it that was saying something that was like, you, if you keep the vehicle together, you can focus on getting faster. Mm-hmm. But if you wreck your shit, you. Your, all your time spent fixing it instead of spending time trying to figure out how to get it faster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So good on good on Hot Rod mm-hmm, and for, mm-hmm. for figuring it out, getting it together. Yep, Cole needs to figure that out then too. Cole Mamer. Oh, dude, <laughs> sent it. Yeah, we should stop. zero fucks. Yeah, stop breaking your shit, man. That's You're Sunday. Fast. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. But yeah, sent it. Sentence, <laughs> yeah, but no, so yeah, congrats to Hot Rod. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, Pro Light was oh, Pro Light was a banger fest, too. Yeah, uh, fucking Maddox going into Maddox Pond, <laughs> Madman L- Pond, yeah, L- Lake Maddox, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right at the end. Oh, uh, um, yeah, he uh, who do you put the move on? Was that Trey Gibbs? 
I would. I where was I? I was in the back. I couldn't see what actually happened. I think it might have been. I think you put the move on Trey Gibbs, mm-hmm. and I, and I was Trey. in the front. I, yeah, because I think it was Brody was in the lead, right? Yeah. And then I think it went KGB, and then I think it was Trey Maddox and then Matt Wood. Yeah, that's and they right. were coming into that turn, and that I was filming. And yeah, I watched the replay. I didn't get a chance to like film it, film it. But yeah, as soon as he ducked underneath to try and put the move on Trey, the whole thing just let go. It was insane. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh, I'm just going to park it right here. Splash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So then Pro 2 was awesome. Pro 2 was, uh, man, I knew that race was going to be interesting with where everyone was starting. Yeah, well. And nothing against the guys that started up front, but it was like a big invert of the whole field. Yeah. So you had all the, um, I mean, we kept saying it all day. It was like this, the back of the pack is going to be super fast. Yeah. Yeah. And they got to make their way up front. Yeah. You just got what? Corey, Mickey. And then behind them was Dougie. Dougie, Keegan, Keegan Kyle, Kyle, um, Ricky. Yeah. Uh, it was just a whole. You had all those guys behind Dude. those guys. Yeah. yeah. And there were spots being made up mm-hmm. right off the start. Yeah. yeah. Right off the rip. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, first, I mean, I, I said it in the Money Morning Reflections, but man, congrats to Zach Sikowski. Mm-hmm. Yep. Leading Officially laps led in Pro 2. Yep. Same thing with uh, Bobby Brand. Bobby B. I don't know if he had a. Uh, I thought he, had he started two, on pole. I thought he had two laps led. Did he? I don't know if he. I don't know I if he got remember. that far. I think he oh, led really? a lap at least. Yeah, yeah. He was in the lead for a lap. At okay, least. I think. I do remember coming over the Taco Bell jump, still in the lead. Look at that man. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he messed up in the back corner. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, that's why went, I don't know if he it was. Went, a, he went. He went from like first mm-hmm. to. Yeah, that's why I don't know if it was like an official like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but no, no, that. Badass racing. I mean, carnage, some carnage everywhere. As um, expected. Yeah. What, yep. The biggest one was uh, Corey Winter running into Doug McTagg. <laughs> yeah. Not the other way around at, at yeah, all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing, nothing else mattered. Yeah. No. He, uh, yeah. Because he, he pulled the same move on Mickey. I don't think it was quite that extreme, but it was the same section when he could have cleaned out Mickey yeah. last year. Yeah. Um, this year, I think he ducked underneath. And I, and I don't know if it was just slick down there or what if you just mad made a bad judgment call but yeah put a move down underneath and uh, used doug as a mm-hmm. berm as a berm yep so rough deal hey hey all, but racing we all make mistakes yeah, yeah but racing you know me jeffrey and lau we're, we're man enough to admit our mistakes yep, yep. mr winner so mm-hmm. it's our um, bad hey I did, but i would have made the same racing move i would have done mm-hmm. the same oh, fucking mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. see and this is why i can't be a racer yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no I, I mean like i said the the track became one-lined you yeah. know like they had you know and and i seen the move i seen them setting up that move like two laps before that and i was just waiting for him to pull the trigger and yep. he pulled the trigger when it mattered yeah <laughs> like i said for me cool racing move um the outcome you know, it is what it is at yeah. that point. And then, uh, and I think that's where the race officials are like, yeah. like okay. Like now Dougie has one for Corey. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. you know, if they're going to play the who owns who. Yeah. So, but no. And then, uh, but it was nice seeing Corey 
Be aggressive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. awesome. Like I said, I. You never really see Corey do stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, or down, even I'm down like, for that kind of move. Normally, it's like Corey's like super precise. He like waits for it. And then this time, he's like, I'm making it happen. And why he and, has a points lead. Yep. Mm-hmm. Th- threw it in on yep. Doug. And mm-hmm. thank God, man. He needed. I think Doug needed a little bit of a reminder <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> know where the coming. fuck you're at. No. <laughs> you win it now. You're with the big dogs. Yeah. yeah. And so, then. Uh, nope. That was a. Doug, that's from me. Paid yeah. Corey winner. Yeah. <laughs> Told him. Hit on you. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Mickey not having the best day. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, and then. He still set the fast slap. And then, you know, Mr. Kincaid. Yep. Kincaid, <laughs> last, or well, 10th <laughs> to first, leading by caution, right? Yep. Yep. And then basically led from caution to the very end. And then our boy, Ryan Beat. Having a decent start, but I think, I think he got, I think he spun out or got spun yeah. out and went from last, 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 last. Mm-hmm. So he went from last to first. So, you know, that, that beat motorsports truck was on mm-hmm. rails. Tack him. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and made that last lap pass on the last corner. Yeah. Dude, that was then such a good race. Keegan choked it away. Yep, man. He the did. choke artist. Yep. And everyone was asking me, like, how's Keegan handling it? I was like, he knew he messed up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and I was yeah, like, yeah, he knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But again, See? he's just there for fun. Yeah. So he he knew. That's the Keegan so, I know. Yeah. He said, all throughout <laughs> high school, moments too big, pissed down his leg. And- <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so congrats to Ryan Beat, uh, Keegan, and, and Corey Winner. Yeah. All jokes aside, though, man, that, that's, that's a rarity yes. for Keegan to... Um, Bobble like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he said he's been, he was having troubles with that corner mm-hmm. or with that that section all race. I think everybody was. He said yeah. that he had the truck set up for the first half, and he said the second half kind of bit him. Yeah. Then he said he struggled in that. He, he, that's what he was yeah. saying. He was like he was last year. He was he it was a second half truck that he was setting out for. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, shit, you got to make it to the second half, bud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So but, no, uh, our guest is ready to go. Is he? Yep. And mm-hmm. then. I guess we jump right into. Well, you get your questions. Yep. You want to know something funny? Hmm. I don't have his number. You do not have his number. I sent it to you already. We had multiple times last week. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> last week. I never. I never save it. Why? I don't know why. Because I feel. It, I feel like he's, he's, I feel like the things that take you three seconds, you just don't do. Like, God forbid that you close the cereal box. Or, are you, you know. Are you still on that? Or that, that he closes, you know, the, the chip bag. Oh, my God. Or that you it, save someone's number. My bad. Don't tell him this, please. I, I won't. For, for your sake, I won't. Oh, all quiet. He probably doesn't even have my number saved. He's probably yeah, who's yeah. calling me? <laughs> mm. See, I told you. I should just call him for mine then. <sighs> See, that's why he likes you more than me. Thanks a lot, Kyle. What up? This Kyle the cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just letting everyone know. <laughs> yep. You know what's going to happen as soon as I plug it in? He's gonna call you. He's gonna call you back. Yep. Well, hurry up! Stop taking your time. All right. All right. Number two. 
<laughs> Attempt number two. You'll be like, what up? <laughs> yeah. Sup, bro? Damn, maybe he's not good. <laughs> Busy. Yep. I'm sure he'll call back in a hot second. Yep. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Pro 4 race. Pro 4 race. On Saturday. The Johnny G was back. Johnny G was on one, man. Like I think we even like said something to him, too. And when, uh, first of all, <laughs> Jimmy made a sketchy. Fucking Kyle or a Corey Winner. Oh, he said he's calling back. He made a Corey Winner-esque pass yeah. in the same section. Uh, what I talked to Jimmy, and he said that he thought he thought uh, um, Johnny was out further. Well, he thought wrong. No. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He said he thought it was supposed to only be a pass on Carlson. On Andrew? Yeah. yeah. So he, he was like, bad, bad mistake on me. He was like, that one was on me. Yeah, he you just know, didn't he, realize Johnny yeah, was yeah, there. He just, he just yep. manned up and said, that one was on me. And then he unlocked old Johnny G. Yeah, and then mm -hmm. Johnny G said that his eyes turned back of his head. Yep. and <laughs> rolled, rolled to the back of his head, and it was on. <laughs> it was on. It was on 20 feet later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and then um, I, the, the comparison I made was Johnny G... Uh, when when Ricky Johnson made that pass on Johnny G mm -hmm. at Park River, I think it was like 2014 or 13, 12, something like that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Ricky made the same pass, sent Johnny G into the wall and fucked his shit up, and then he called him a spoon-fed bitch. <laughs> Said ain't never worked for anything day in his life, and I was like, oh damn, that's the Johnny G that we got back. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it was funny. You're like, oh man, I was even about to start booing you again. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> to get that far back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he goes, needs to be FaceTime for my audio. Okay. Well, I guess I'm FaceTiming old uh, KL. It's just getting recorded. Oh, there we go. Uh, maybe not. Okay. No, I don't. Is it working? Yep. And our next guest. Oh. And our next guest, he is our off-road analyst. We have seven-time Pro Four Point Champion. We have Kyle LaDuke. Oh, oh, hold on. We're working on audio issues. What is that? Do you guys hear that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is he talking? Can you yeah. hear us? Hold on. No, we can't hear you. Maybe we go to Applebee's commercial. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Some tech issues. Uh, Kyle's a little further than us in our FaceTiming stuff. <laughs> oh, um, try Bluetoothing it. Try Bluetoothing it? Oh, try it now. Check, check, check. Oh, there, oh, you, go. there you go. There you go. Hey, we, business? All right. Yep, we can hear you now. Can you hear us? Yes, can you hear us? 
Yes. Awesome. Perfect. All right. All right. Well, let's try this again. And our next guest, <laughs> seven-time Pro Four Points champion, we have our expert off-road analyst. We have Kyle LaDuke. What's crapping, guys? Nothing much, man. You know, just uh, a casual, uneventful mm-hmm. Park River weekend. You know, the usual. Oh, everything but the usual. I thought the bulldozers were just for track work, but apparently they race too. Man, <laughs> let me let me tell you, there were Nerf bars out for sure. Yeah, I actually saw I saw uh, uh, I saw one get run over in the turn one or whatever that is. But um, yeah, definitely. Uh, Race class is going to be making some some budget off of that weekend. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you know, I was uh, I was surprised about KGB and him having all his body panels at the end of uh, the race on Sunday. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is the. I mean, obviously the contact and stuff, but the roost. I mean, it just destroys the front of these cars. I yeah. know. I mean, I looked at Mickey Thomas on Sunday, and he was clean, and everyone else was was missing a tooth mm-hmm. it looked, uh, looked like a cage fight for sure yeah everyone just did not seem to be on the uh, same page as far as you know racing race i don't want to say racing clean but just racing each other it was it was a uh, hey man if you're there sucks to be you kind of thing yeah I'm, it's getting stupid i mean a little bit stupid I, I want us people to take some risk and that's exciting to watch but it uh like I said, some some people need a little bit more practice at <laughs> at, at doing it. But yeah, it was uh, it was good. I think the track, um, some of the track was part of the reason for some of that chaos. It really was one line, and if you're on that slick line too fast, you wash out to the outside and nail the dude on the outside. So yeah, it was a bit it was a bit chaotic. Well, uh, man, let's uh, let's let's get right into it. Then we might as well do the uh, you know. Big, big topic from the weekend, the uh, Jimi Henderson pass on CJ on uh, on Sunday. I guess, what are your, I know you expressed your thoughts on on Instagram and uh, kind of, are you still feeling the same way about that or did you get a chance to kind of go back, rewatch it or are you still uh, kind of on the same boat as that? No, I mean, I've had, I've had probably honestly close to about a hundred responses on my Instagram of people saying amen or I was there and yeah. watching over the top of the grandstands and uh, didn't, you know, didn't think it should be called. I, I I guess I've been on the crappy end of the stick too, so it's hard to say. Um, but, you know, Henderson was much faster than CJ. Yep. Um, he had a good truck. He had a good hookup. Um, I think he could have been more patient maybe and waited somewhere else and passed him very easily. But he obviously followed CJ there the lap before and CJ set up really wide to do that corner. And I I've been there. There's a huge gap there and, and uh, a huge spot on the inside for, for someone to take advantage of. And uh, Henderson launched that like, dude, he <laughs> full on flew that all over the corner. And that was, that was a big, big move, bold statement. And it, it can be done every lap, but that cushion and that K row comes up pretty quick. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I did. I went back after I posted it and watched it again and watched it again and watched it again. And, uh, you know, they got off of that jump. And when Henderson, before they even get to the jump, you see CJ shoot fire. So CJ lifts for that jump. And we all normally do. Uh, you got to scrub it for sure. Um, 
But when he landed, he landed off the gas and not like committed to the corner. So he knew Henderson was there coming next to him. Um, and he let off the gas to, I'm assuming, give him space um, because he was probably hoping to do an outside inside thing and let Jimmy slide to the fence and look like the bonehead. Uh, but that wasn't the case. I feel like Henderson landed. He had a good, good commitment to the corner. And if I'm assuming they touched, if they touched, man, it was, it was so light. It was like bedside, aluminum bedside hanger to CJ's front tire. I'm assuming. Um, and I don't know, it just seemed like CJ wasn't committed to the corner. So when you just do that dead skid, it's like skidding in the snow. Like yeah. you almost go faster, you know, you don't, you don't have any control. Um, I think if CJ would have landed that and drove with CJ, uh, Jimmy through that corner, I think they could have both gotten through there. Um, but yeah, CJ obviously had to give up, you know, drop the nose, get on the brakes a ton. And that's just that, that dead man slide into, <laughs> yeah. And my biggest thing I said was like, Oh, he's going for it. You know, and you're all cheering on the pass and then obviously he crashes and you're like, Oh no. And then he's sitting there and I'm like, I literally said before Channing even passed him, I'm like, he's a dead man. Like, sitting driver's window to those oh, guys yeah. at 80 miles an hour. Yep. I was yep. like, oh, he's a dead man, he's dead. And they all just, bow, 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 bow. like, yeah, that was that was a scary moment. I'm sure he was he was tucked inside that race car too, but. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I think there's definitely a uh, some props that need to be given to those Pro 4 drivers to be able to recognize that he's sitting there. And then for them to be able to, whether he's in the race line or not, but yeah, like you said, when there's a driver's side door in that section yeah. of the track, man, that's, that's some scary well, shit. Yeah. The way they went by the speed that they went by, they didn't know he was there. There's no way. There was no way. I, I highly doubt. I highly doubt there was time for spotters to say, you know, you could say, watch out, yeah. but you're already going 90. So maybe you can back it down to 80, but they all went through their full drift. <laughs> like they were, they were fucking committed. So, Man. Um, so then what do you think about the, uh, what do you think about the call then uh, about uh, Jimmy Henderson oh, getting I the see. black flag? I guess, I, I guess the yeah. two part of it is, is do you agree with the black flag? And then if you do, do you agree with the length of the black flag? Yeah. So I don't know what I, they didn't show it too much too well on TV to know how long it was, but Trad was there and he's like, dude, they held him for ever. And I'm assuming, I thought it was just a stop and go or a five second at most. Um, I know he went hauling ass into the the hot pit, so I don't know if that was why. I mean, he pulled off there like he thought that was race course. You know what I mean? I was watching, and I'm like, where the hell? You know, the, yeah. where's it going? Because on TV live, I don't. Nobody knows he's getting a black flag, <clears throat> and plus it was ten minutes later for crying out loud. Like, yeah, <clears throat> it's like uh, I don't know. I don't know if someone bitched enough to get a flag. Because normally when there's a big T-bone and you're like, oh, he gone. He's getting a black flag yeah. right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this was like five minutes later of negotiating or debating or someone writing a check to, uh, <laughs> 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 to get him to, get him to make sure that the, uh, the wire transfer went through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> make sure the uh, ACH went through. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. That was I, I disagree with it. I highly disagree with that. I think it was a dumb call because it was a great pass. It was great action between those two. Mm -hmm. uh, they've all, you know, those two have have issues going on racing. So I don't know if they're watching them. I don't know if they're warning them more than they should. Um, 
But I feel that was I feel that was dumb. At all of the other incidents that went on during the weekend, yes. that was not the one that should have been a black flag. Um, you know, all the stupid stuff. I think there should have been twelve other ones, and Jimmy should have been able to win that race fair and square. Yeah, I um. So I was up back by the uh, by the billboards. That's kind of where I was filming at. So when I so I was waiting for Jimmy to come over the uh, the start line to you know capture a, a clip of that. And then he didn't come over and Adrian Cheney came over and I was like, where in the world is Henderson? And I looked to my left and I saw him like sitting there and I saw the official holding his fist out. I was like, oh, you must have got the black flag. And he was holding him. And Jimmy was like, I think he stalled it. I think the, the, so I talked to the official after, I guess Jimmy stalled it, but then he was like rearing and ready to go and like wondering like what the fuck is going on. And finally, the guy dropped his hand and Jimmy was out of there like a rocket. And I asked the guy after the race, I was like, Hey, I'm like, I was like, what was the, uh, I was like, what was the call on Jimmy? I was like, he didn't get a flat, did he? And he goes, no, he goes, they came over the radio and all they told me was hold Jimmy until we say to let him go. And I was like, Oh, okay. I was like, I didn't, that's, uh, I don't know. I, I well, don't, you look at the results. They, they held him until CJ went by. Oh, that's basically what it was. I think once CJ went by, then they let him go. Show me, show me that in black and white in the rule book. And yeah, I'll, I'll I was just, I was just gonna say that. Like, yeah, that's a very like, like what yeah. you said. It, it could have been a five second hold and have him lose a few positions, or, or you do what, I, I, or you I've do never, what they did to CJ and take the win away and be like, all right, you're docked three positions or whatever. But I guess like they can't, like justify that either. Yeah, there's there's no way it's ever gone down to where you get held in the pit until you give the spot back. Like I've heard of give the spot back. He passed under a yellow or yeah, yeah. do something stupid like that. But to be mid race and to hold someone that long until the next car comes by is asinine. Like that's the stupid. Now, I, once Trad told me about that, I was like, all right, that takes us to a whole nother stupid level. Yeah. You know, I, I like the champ guys. All, I, you know, they're all good people, but you can't just, that seems like something that they made up on the spot, and that super sucks. Now, mm -hmm. do you think it's because they were trying to make up a call for CJ? Maybe what happened at Crandon? Well, yeah, there's no way to know. I mean, you know, you know, I don't know. It's just like a yeah. lot of these, like I guess, inconsistency calls are like it's like, all right, now we don't like for a champ is like maybe saying like now we don't owe either driver anything. Now everything's fair. Yeah, but that's that's. Stupid. Stupid. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If they're if they're playing like that, then we've got the wrong people making the shots. Um, you know, and what happened at Crandon, all that sh stuff is a past. I mean, we could go back we could go back to the year before calling a bad call on me or or a lot down for this guy, but you know, you can't I'm not in their heads, so maybe maybe they were like, Hey, we owe CJ one, but you can't take out Henderson. It has to be way more obvious reason than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the hold was a bit uh, uncalled for, but I mean, do you think with the like slight contact that Henderson had with CJ, you think it's like track maintenance too? Because I was sitting in that, in that uh, cemetery corner filming and it was like black ice out there. Cause they didn't, they didn't, they didn't prep it. They, I don't, they didn't even water it for the pro four race back there. So, yeah. So I, I agree with that. And, and I think it was last year, uh, we raced there and I had to pass, I got a flat and I had to pass a bunch of dudes the first day 
and I passed um, Andrew Carlson on the last lap in that corner. And it was pure World of Outlaws on the bottom. <laughs> and then it was like t- mud bog and mayhem <laughs> on the outside. Yeah. And he went through that corner not committing and, and bulldozed like we like we saw Henderson and CJ do. Yep. All the way up to that cushion. And then I came in in a nice drift set up and I was able to pass him on the way out. And so the track has been like that and it's kind of known for being like that. Um but dude, no, Henderson took an opportunity. He obviously saw massive real estate, enough to fit a truck and a half in, in the inside of, of CJ there. And he had a run off the hill. You saw him check up, score off early and come down. You could see him cross him and the whole side shot, you just see him inching up on him. And he's like, well, shit, if I can pass him on a straightaway, that's the easiest way to do it. Uh, just turned into a massive launch into the corner and uh, ended up, just ended up sour. And I think I think if they bumped, right, if they bumped that corner and got through it, there would be no black flag. Yeah. But And and I don't agree with how CJ handled it. We all handle things differently and on the spot. But like I said, that dead man skid and, and not getting out in the full drive, that thing will be able to drive across that, no problem. But it happens quick. You know, if they touch tire to tire, then it kind of pushed them that way. But I just can't believe he hit that K-Rail, shot through it, and was able to just keep driving. Like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like how often does that happen? Like we, how, how many of those have you seen where somebody's hit the K rail in that turn and like kept going like very rare. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. No, I, who, somebody flipped over one time. Was it Evan or Scott Taylor or someone went over that? thing? Uh, Johnny G went over it like three years ago. Yeah. Johnny G went over it one time. He's been over. He's been over a couple. Of times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's the first to flip off the track and then go. He's the wildest one crashing in turn one. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I guess he's been around long enough to put his name on every track. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, so I I think um, how I felt in that whole situation and again like you know obviously you're a driver you've been there you've been in a situation you understand the mechanics of things. I think what I tried to understand on maybe why they made the call was, is that it was like such a high speed section of the track. Um, you know, it was blue groove down there. It was Sunday. The track is gone to shit at that point. And even if he made contact with them or not, you know, the way it looked in that moment, it's like, okay, do we make a black flag call here? Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you don't, you know, do you make the call after the race or do you do it in the moment? I felt that just based on how it looked, I was like, okay, I think you give Jimmy the black flag, but you do a stop and go. Like I felt that the, how long they held him was way too long. Like that was almost blatantly obvious. Like, okay, that was a, you're going to wait here until CJ comes by kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't like a, what you said, like a five second, 10 second, 15 second kind of thing. It was like purposeful. But but what happened? What happened if CJ broke? What if he hit the wall and ripped an arm off the thing yeah. and was done? What would have been their penalty? Hold them till the end of the race? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. You know what I mean? That's there's, a good question. No very, they put too many variables in it. And I feel like if the, that's a personal note, they put that on a personal note at that point. Yeah. Uh, because that's not something that's written in the rules. And I agree. If you went in there and he hit tire to tire, I didn't see every angle of it the best I could. Um, and if he got punted off the track, then yeah, I mean, it's, it's a black flag because you, you're, you went by, you took a chance, and you took out the leader. Um, but at the same token, it's the same situation that happened with R.J. Anderson and C.J. Yeah. There's, there, uh, he gets him with the taillight. Yeah. Right? He gets him with the taillight, and, and, and C.J.'s crashed twice this year, and it's both because of him 
you know, putting the car, I feel, in the wrong spot at the wrong time. Um, so I don't know how long you cater to that. Yeah. But, you know, it's getting a little, little, little ridiculous. Um, and it sucks as, as, as I watch it. I mean, as the races are happening, Trad's texting me like, here we go again, or they got a flat, or this guy's got that. And it's like, I, I see it as I'm watching it, you know, and it's like, I see it as a ballsy move, but shit, I don't know. It's it's definitely a tough call. You're right. There's yeah. there are def, different, different ways to look at it. Well, I, I, we're going to actually have on um, Bobby, the uh, the race director, uh, later on, like actually after after you're on. So um, I think it's going to help with some sort of understanding. And I mean, I think if you have any questions, I mean, if you want to text them to me, we can uh, you know, <laughs> ask him, <laughs> I, I guess, appropriate questions. Oh, OK. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, questions that he'll willingly answer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's something that we kind of want to talk about with him, too, is just kind of understanding, like, what was the call? Because I think when it happened, I saw on the race clock, there was like three some minutes left. There was like 3.30 or 3.40. And but when Jimmy then went in to go serve the black flag, it was, I think, 40 seconds left. So, I mean, it, right. was, it was a three minute gap. That's what, two and a half laps at that point? Yeah. Yeah, that takes so that's negotiation time. Like that's like, well, should we? Or at that point, you don't have a way to look at it. I know those guys don't rewatch it. Yeah. So to discuss something for three minutes, they're either trying to figure out if it was worthy of a black flag or not, or how severe or how to penalize them. Yeah. So I I hate when they finish a race and the winner's up there celebrating, and then you hear later that it's a penalty. So I I hate that it happens after the race, even when I race extreme. E, all these politics come in after the podium and, you know, third place ends up winning the thing and nobody ever gets to see them on the podium. So I, uh, I, I get why they tried to make a call during the race, but they got the tough job, man. There's going to be lovers and haters, no matter which way they call it. No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they go from black flag and Jimmy on Sunday to the carnage on Saturday. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I don't, I don't know. It, it's weird for me. Well, I that's guess. what you need to ask him. That's what you need to ask him. I mean, you, you, you saw Johnny get into the side door slam Henderson until he's backwards over by the highway. Yeah. You see Henderson come back like a freaking maniac and go through the old finish line corner and just about T-bone the whole field. Yep. Carlson, Johnny takes out a flat tire and Jenny, like, I don't know what the hell that was. He can't fit three through a single, single file spot, but, uh, there's so many questions that you could absolutely ask Bobby is, is, is the, what separated and made that situation unique? Was it the speed? Was it the danger? Mm-hmm. It's not a no touch zone. Like, you know, so it's not labeled in a spot where you have to be careful. You can pass anywhere except for where they tell you not to. Um, so yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. There was so much stuff with pro light and pro two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It would have been every lap, just flag, flag, flag. But, dude, like, if that Pro 4 race on Saturday was stupid. I was talking with Ken Stout about it, and obviously many, many, many people. And it's just, like, it's almost sad. Like, it's almost embarrassing. These cars are so fast, but none of them know how to get to the damn finish line. Yeah, yeah. And and I think that's even something the commentator said, too, is, like, you know, you just got to have a healthy truck to kind of get to the uh, finish line. And I even think they said that on Saturday when uh, when CJ got the flat and ended up going to the back of the pack, but then ended up yeah. winning the race. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, the, the cards plays in his hands and he also was not driving hard enough to be hard on equipment. And, you know, a lot of those guys I'm watching and it's interesting to watch from the outside now because they just leave the door open so much when there's someone behind you that knows how to pounce. Yeah. Uh, they, they just leave the doors wide open and it's, it's such easy pickings, you know, when you get back there in, in, in fourth, fifth and sixth, you can get up to that podium really, really fast if you know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and then obviously this guy broke, that guy broke and CJ just kind of drove it in. But, um, yeah, no, Saturday was, Saturday was rough. What are we talking about Saturday? Uh, what do we got? Uh, well, I guess on, uh, on Saturday, I mean, first of all, I don't know if you knew or not, but the uh, fire truck went for a roll <laughs> and uh, went into the uh, went into Lake Maddox. So yep. that was a big delay. Um, but I guess an, I, I guess something I want to go to then is uh, I actually Pro Two. Um, Pro Two Saturday was shaping up to be I mean I, th- I thought an incredible race with all the fast guys in the back with like Keegan yep. and Tenth, you know Ricky G, Mickey. Corey Winter, Kyle Kleiman, Doug Mattag, like all those guys in the back working their way up. I guess in in your in your mind, um, pro two man, like like what did what did everybody do right? What did everybody do wrong? Well, it was interesting just to watch in the beginning. They take off, and my wife's like, "Why are there so many pro twos? I said, "Well, there's about four of them that are new to this race that weren't the last one." So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. It was good to see that new lineup you mentioned. A lot of a lot of new hitters, um, and then the inversion stick those dudes so far deep. And then Ryan has a mistake early and spins it out, and goes to the back, or got spun out. I don't know, but um, that track is get it gets so pitted and so gnarly that those trucks are just so beat up, and you can't jump the line over by the highway. The tabletop because it has potholes in it, but. Um, you know, just again, like I said before, watching Keegan come through the field was was nice to see. Was nice to see some good passes. You know, Zach uh, led a couple laps. My actually, my next my neighbor that lives down at the end of our driveway, uh, he grew up racing with Zach. He's like one yeah. of his best best buddies. The guy just moved in about a year or two ago. A year ago, he's like, oh yeah, I know this guy that races pro too. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, Zach Sikowski. And I'm like, dude, what are the odds <laughs> yeah. moving across the country to live next to me? But yeah, it was cool to see him lead some laps. You know, Keegan was following his old truck. So those two were up front. Um, but again, he's new enough and green enough to when they got next to him, it's like, oh, I'm not going fast enough. And then you give it that little extra squeeze and you, you know, <laughs> yeah. you're yeah. Uh, on a shop. But uh, no, it was good. It was good action. Like all obviously all the way down to the last lap to see Beat come back and Keegan choke. Like I don't oh, see that. <laughs> That's what we were talking oh, about before he came on. I was like, the choke artist, Keegan Kincaid. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't do that. You know, his dad never did that. He's never done that before. And he uh he had some mistakes. I think like two or three to go, he made a couple mistakes. He yeah. got up to one of the K rails, hit it, straightened him out, you know, got him all cattywampus, and then uh uh, just as soon as he got that right rear and that berm, he just could not get away from it at the end. And, you know, Ryan came in and took an opportunity and they smacked tires or whatever, but um, that was pretty badass. It was good all the way down to the end. Yeah. I was surprised to see Ryan come through uh, some of those passes he got done, but man, he came through and uh, yeah, it was exciting to watch. Um, yeah. Af- after the race, I was on the inside by the uh, Jumbotron and, um, I'm not even gonna lie, dude. I I expected Keegan to win, and then I turned and looked, and Ryan was in front of Keegan going across the finish line. So they showed the replay, and they 
drive by right where I was standing. So I put my camera down and I gave uh, Ryan beat the old golf clap, like a, like a Bravo man, like hell of a job yeah. to come from last and then taking advantage. And I think what I like about Keegan and Ryan is they're veteran enough to be able to be like, okay, Keegan knew how far he was out and he gave so much room to Ryan and Ryan took yeah. the opportunity and, 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 you know, made the pass, whether Keegan got a flat or not, like it was racing door was there wide open. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, good yeah, on, no, good on Ryan. And Ryan. Ryan wouldn't have gotten him if he didn't make that mistake. He got yeah. him mm-hmm. turn and hit the wall and straightened him out. And he's out there way out in the fluff. So he, uh, he had that race, obviously he earned it, but you know, you could lose it in the last 10 feet and that's what he did. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. that one definitely had to suck. I could picture him going over the finish line, just, ah, <laughs> yeah. cause I, I mean, he doesn't race very often and in the races he wants to race, he wants to win. So yep. he did all the freaking work to get there. And then Ryan did the little bit of extra work there at the end and got it done. It was good action. Yep. Um, the, uh, question, I don't know if you saw it or not. Uh, what I have is, uh, when Corey winner ducked underneath to try to pass, uh, Doug, and I think he threw Doug up into the, uh, into the berm. So when they come off the starting line, uh, you know, you got yep. the turn one and then you got a, that switchback. Yeah. Yeah. Corey ducked underneath and really kind of slammed into Doug and, um, kind of used him as a berm. Um, yeah. Doug wasn't thrilled about it. I think Corey was, I don't know. I don't want I, like, I don't want to speak for him, but I don't think he was sure. bent out of shape about it. You know what I mean? I don't think right, it was. Right. So well, I, I mean, I don't know if you got a chance to see that or not, but in, in yeah, instances yeah, like a, that, that's one of the top spots to pass on that track. Um, racing with Matag in, in pre four when he was, had Stilo out, I think maybe, maybe two years ago. Um, my truck wasn't running the greatest, and I think we were third or fourth or second or third. And we came out of that sweeper the turn one, and he went up to the berm, and I slide jobbed underneath him and totally came across right in front of him, clean pass, got up on the bank. We both jumped, and he had momentum, and then he passed me back going to the finish line. Like, there's room to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, you've, we, I think we saw Jared Brooks get a black flag there before, and there's room to do it. You've just got to commit. Um and uh, it is a sketchy corner. I mean, you saw Trey Gibbs give up the lead in Pro Light <laughs> with a bowl over right there. Yeah. So it's 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 a corner that and uh, that has penalties <laughs> in a big way. I think didn't Matag hit that with his front bumper also and do a donut? It might have been the first or second day. I thought he hit it with a front. Yeah, he did it on Sunday when I he was trying was to pass Sunday, climbing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. He went on the bottom and spun it. Mm-hmm. So it, I mean, we've all crashed in that corner <laughs> rosales goes flying off rang off to the field <laughs> yeah man somebody, that was wild somebody like, shoved climbing over over the it was on the start maybe the first day or uh, might have been saturday the announcers were talking i don't think they showed it but the announcers talked about it like climbing's going going over the berm you know yeah i, I remember seeing climbing i didn't get a chance to like re-watch that just because there was so much shit that went on at Bark yeah. River, that that's kind of one of those I remember, but I didn't go to see kind of who caused it. But yeah, I well, mean, if you, if you look at a track map or like visual of it above or whatever your shots you guys have from the drone, that thing is over ninety. You know, it's a it's a hundred hundred ten degree corner. So you've got to come from a drift this way, rotate it left to to a right. Like there's a lot of action. There's a burn. There's slick on the bottom. Like it's a gnarly corner where, cal- you know, like calamity definitely happens <laughs> mm-hmm. every freaking race it seems like utvs were crashing there 
It, uh, yeah, that's, that's a corner that you got to take risks and there's not a lot of room to do it. So, you know, if he took it and, and it ended up in his door, then, uh, that was a bad delivery on, 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 uh, what's his, I can't, I lost his name. Climbing Mateg, Corey. No, yeah. Mateg, Corey winner. Sorry. It was just a, maybe he missed it. Maybe he missed his point. Maybe he wasn't close enough to make a pass without, yeah. without making carnage. So did well, he get flagged for it? No, I don't, I don't think he did. I think it's one of those two where it's like maybe the bottom was starting to go away down there and it was, you know, not as good as he thought it was. I mean, again, all the, all the things are so circumstantial, you yeah. know, so with some of these guys that, you know, like, Hey, like I tried something track wasn't there. That's my bad kind of thing. So um, yeah, yeah, you can't blame it on that every time. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I, uh, one of the last things I kind of want to talk to you about was um, the pro stock issue on Sunday. I don't know if you, uh, if anybody let you know or not. Um, no, pro stock ETV. Yes. So on Sunday, pro stock key or uh, CJ, CJ, CJ ran away with it, yeah. and behind him though it was. Um, like Boodle, 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 yeah. Boodle, Van Boodle, Boodle, Owen Van Epperen, and Carlson. And when the race got done, we started hearing stuff over the radio that um, people were getting black flagged. And I mm-hmm. finally was standing next to a guy who had a radio, and they said that second, third, and fourth were getting docked positions. And then uh, Tyson Marquardt and Dave Mason then got second and third. Yep. So I guess the big issue was that there was a UTV at the bottom of the Taco Bell jump. And the, I guess they were told to keep all four wheels on the ground. Well, I don't know when they told them, but uh-huh. all three of them definitely got air and uh, they flew it. And yeah, it was the last lap. And when they got over the finish line, yeah, they uh, docked them all three positions. Oh, that happened in the last lap. Very. So yeah, last lap uh, yep. UTV at the bottom of the hill. And again, you know, this, this kind of reminds me of the uh, ERX thing. You know, is yeah. it a is it a communications thing? Is it a timing thing where you don't tell them in time to, you know, did they tell them as they're doing the switchback to the jump? Well, so it's like, no, I, I I would say it's more of if they said it, then you hear it. Like you know the difference between your guy and their guy. It literally sounds different through the radio. Yeah, they come across different. It's a different person. It's like a smack in the face. Um, so for them to do it, that was, that was all of, it's like gaining under a yellow. Like when someone tries to get an inch and they gain two car lengths and you're like, you're pissed, but there's no real way to, for, at our level for us to monitor it. So I feel the fact that it happened on the last lap and those guys are all fighting for the podium, especially Carlson trying to get onto the podium. Um, they were all just maybe hoping they wouldn't jump going that fast, or maybe they hit it wide open and Mm -hmm. didn't even think um it's hard to say it's hard to say what the official said yeah ask, ask bobby yeah yeah so, well yeah did you tell them you don't do, do you tell did it come over the radio to not jump no tires off the ground or yellow over the jump you know is was it set in stone or is there a variable there um because i don't know that there's something in the rule book that says if there's a yellow cautionary that you can't jump a truck, I don't know if that exists. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
it's like the Carlson and CJ thing at, at ERX when they, they flew by under the yellow. Like to me, that was way more obvious than, or as obvious of what happened, Yeah, you know, there, there the other day. So, um, if one's worth a black flag or one's worth docking positions, but the other one's isn't. Yeah. There's all of a sudden this, okay. There goes your can of worms. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't know. It's the consistency has got to be, got to be there from the drivers and as well as the, the tech officials. Yeah. And yeah, if those, if those dudes all went through there pushing the envelope, trying to get that extra inch on the last lap, going to the finish line, half a lap left and, I, I would take advantage of it too, unless they physically said no jumping over the Taco Bell jump. But I I doubt that. I've never heard that before over a radio. Um, this is a little going back to it though. Uh, on Friday they didn't prep the track at all for Pro Four, and do you think something like that, like they weren't expecting it because they didn't get to go for practice and qualifying, and then you saw all that carnage in the Pro Four class. You think? Just lack of track time and no track prep. You talking Saturday? What do you mean? Yep. Yeah. 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 They okay. didn't. Yeah. They didn't yeah, prep it at all. Right. They pro twos got done, and then like probably two minutes later, they sent the pro fours out. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, obviously, hats off to the whole crew of Bark River for having the track, having the races, and bringing it back from another rain fest mm-hmm. Friday. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, there was a massive throughout the whole weekend. Every time a race would come on, I, I, I'm sitting there watching going, oh, they didn't prep for that. Oh, they, but they prepped for this. And then this, prep, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I was just trying to get it. I heard CJ's in his interview talking about trying to figure out tires for, I think the, the, the pro stock class, you know, as they're watching, he's monitoring how they're prepping and what they're doing. And then you hear, uh, Henderson or Cheney talking about it. And he was completely wrong every single time. You know, he's like, oh, I was prepped for this, but then they didn't prep. And um, so a lot of that is rolling, rolling the dice. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. at Crandon, it's pretty known that they're going to pull the fluff down 90% of the time. And and that's the track you're going to enter turn one and turn two and at the barn turn. And um, when you get to a track like that, like Bark River, that's kind of all over the place. I know they don't have much time and it's a big ass track, but um, consistency is key i mean we're all literally sitting on the grandstand or sitting watching the live racing and we're not we're watching for the racing but we're also watching the track because you want to know what it's like on lap three versus lap one and lap 10 um and if it's different every race you can't you can't build a tire or a setup to nail it because it could be you could be way off mm-hmm. you could throw an empty on it and next thing you know you're like no i've got this slick t- this slick track and i'm <laughs> I'm screwed. Yeah. Uh, and we don't really have the budgets and times to have a second set of tires sitting over there in hot pit, ready to swap to see if they prep or not. Yeah. Um, and you've already passed tech and you can't do that stuff. So there's a lot of variables stacked against you when they're just inconsistent. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That was, that was tough to watch for sure. The, the track prep definitely had me, uh, bugging at moments yeah i i guess uh uh one of the last things too uh before we let you go because we got bobby coming on here in a bit is just kind of like where does where does bark river rank i guess so far uh as as far as a race weekend goes uh comparatively for this season so far i mean you know there was carnage you know on saturday in that pro four race sunday was you know kind of a drama fest with everything that was going on 
um, you know, you had Lena and ERX, you got the drama from ERX and then, you know, Crandon, Andy go, whatever it may be, I guess, comparatively, where would you, where would you put Park River? Would you, would you rank it like a, like a pretty good race weekend with some, some dings in it? Or would you just say, Hey man, like that was one of those inconsistent weekends. I think it was, I think it was a good weekend. I mean, I, as much as the ugliness, uh, a part of the racing that there was, but I think, uh, I think it was good because it's a fast track to some good competition, good races throughout. Um, you know, some days they were ugly for a certain class and the next day it'd be great racing. So I think it was good. I think it was good to see them on a big track again, um, watching the speed versus Lena, you know, and ERX, those are, are tighter tracks, lower speeds. And to get those guys screaming down the backstretch again at Brook River was definitely exciting to watch. Kind of gears you up for Crandon. Um, but yeah, I think Park River is sick. I think they've got a great facility. I think, you know, they added that tabletop. Um, I think they could do something a little more spectacular over there um, with about three times more of the dirt and different lip on the sh- shape of the lip on the front. Um, and those guys seem to be open to making some mods, some updates. But um, no, I think all in all, I'd put it I'd put it second, probably second on the weekend. Um, ERX is good action. Anago was just... First race of the year, everyone, yeah. everyone fists were flying. Yeah, um, and yeah, Crandon was Crandon, but I think yeah, I think Crandon was probably the best, and then uh, Bark River for sure it was good. Good action. I was satisfied as a spectator. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I had a I had a good time. Um, uh, going into Crandon, is there anything you're excited to see see play out or looking for anything? Uh, yeah, I was I was a little more hopeful with Holtker in the pro four program, but he had some issues with his truck. Um, my trad was there talking to him and, um, kind of talking about some stuff. And there's a couple guys that are interested in my truck. Um, my pro four to potentially be a Crandon racing. So we'll, uh, I sadly won't be there. I was hoping to at least have the truck there, you know, try to bring it on display. If nobody, nobody buys it and goes race with it, then it's going to be in my spot at the Crandon parade, uh, full Chrome body, I That's wish awesome. wish I could be there. Yeah. Don't put a blow don't put a blow up on exit with a hat on. <laughs> I know we, I know we totally got to do that. Oh, now we got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you yeah. So hopefully it's just a, a killer event going to Cranon. I just want to see. I want to see some fast, some freaking land rush starts, man. That was that stuff is rad. So uh, good racing. I hope they do more long track. I don't know about that. Three quarter track, yeah, the mid track, got the mid track life. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they're calling it in the uh, in the program. They're calling it the mid track. Mid track. Uh, so yeah, it's so yeah. Oh, oh, I don't know. I, I want to see a lot of damn people though. That's for sure. A lot of fans. A lot of uh, people expecting to see carnage because that's what that's what's coming into it. That's what's being brought to the table. So yep. Yeah. Action. People bring some action. Bring some balls. Mm-hmm. Get get aggressive, make some passes. Yeah, you heard it here, man. Bring some balls. Yeah, bring your balls. Bring your balls and make some passes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just don't pass like Corey Winter. No. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Kyle. Um, that is uh, all the time that we have, uh, unfortunately. But I am excited to bring you back on after Fall Crandon. I know that that's going to be a hell of a weekend, a doozy of a weekend. Uh, I mean, you got that. Pro Buggy versus Pro Light race on Friday. Um, obviously, all the racing on Saturday and then World Championships on Sunday with the Red Bull Cup race. 
So that's gonna be a that's gonna be a good good conversation to have with you. I didn't know there was a buggy versus pro light race. I there, didn't see that. There mm-hmm. is yep, super buggy either. versus pro light on Friday at seven p.m. Who do you got in that? They used to have those. Remember that? Uh, uh, Wes, they did. They we were never. Yeah, I was in the last one. This is me the first Doug, time. Me and Doug Ford were battling for the lead, and I bicycled it, and he passed me. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, cool. that'll be good. I'm but, excited. Yep. All righty, big dog. We will talk to you later. Thank you so much. See ya. All right, later. See ya. Damn. Did we Damn. ever figure out who won the most passes? We oh, did not. Shit, I have did. to. I have to count. I have to count it. Uh, KGB asked me uh, this morning. I was like, I'll have to count it. It's, yeah. it's so the the most passes is where you started and where you finished because mm-hmm. otherwise. You could be behind somebody and pass them thirteen times and be like, "I mean, you need money." Yeah, I know. I know. Ryan Ryan Beat was like that. He was like, "Well, I started. He was like, <laughs> I went from last to first, to, or yeah, I went from last to f- like fifth, back to last to first. He was like, I have to have at least like 13. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think it works like that, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's complicated. Yeah, yeah, that's way <laughs> too complicated. And I don't know, maybe one day you can do that. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe when we have the time and effort and resources. Yeah. But well, we were just talking about, uh, was that, was that, uh, YouTube video that came out yesterday and we're like, damn, they had all those people helping during that video. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, uh, and the that, urban assault. Mm-hmm. We're talking about like, Oh, this is why he's famous. <laughs> and I'm trying to <laughs> oh, not yeah. say that. Oh, well, bleep it out then. Timestamp it. <laughs> Timestamp Time stamp it. Bleep it out. But no, so yeah, I mean, and then we're just, like I said, three people, four people, uh, Kyle do, but mm-hmm. you know, he only can do so much. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, bleep that out. We are not going to promote that because <laughs> it's frustrating. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we'll get our next guest on and- Hopefully, I'm not late for a gymnastic practice. Yep. Did you uh, text him? Yep. Let him know. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I was trying to trying to get that wrapped up. Very I know, rare. I know. Sucks. I want him on. I know. Time. I wish we could. Oh shit! Plug it in. Plug it in. Plug it in. Plug it in. Ah, are we in my ears? And our next guest is a special one. From telemarketers to the guy from the Wolf of Wall Street, this is a guy all about making the calls. We were talking, are we talking about a major league baseball umpire? No, we are not. Are we talking about the guy who hosts the show Dirty Jobs? We are not. But somebody has to make the tough calls, and we have him here. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the championship off-road racing series race director here. We have Bobby Werrett. You nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> you nailed it. How are you doing, guys? Not bad, man. What's going on, dude? How you? Uh, how's your Tuesday? It's good. Tuesday is good. Just working away. Working. Oh, so I guess the first question I have then is, do you have a normal day job or is Champ Off-Road your, uh, your main source of income? No, no, I do. I actually run my own business back in uh, the Twin Cities in Maplewood, Minnesota. So I'm a self-employed carpenter. Oh, well, hot damn, man. Well, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to live in, uh, used to live over there in Minneapolis. I used to live in uh, Bloomington and then Richfield. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I often make my way there to do some work. So. Dude. I'm- no, it's good. I've been, I'm, I'm on probably year five of doing my own thing here in the Twin Cities. I lived in 
before that doing the same thing and and then I uh, go play at the racetrack when I'm not working. So. Dude, I'd always be over at uh, the Alamo. That's that's the place, the Alamo Draft okay. House. Okay, I'm not familiar, but if I get in that area, that's the place to go. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, it's in Woodbury. Okay, okay, perfect. So, no, man, I, I guess it's just, um, first of all, I just want to thank you for uh, yeah. taking your time sure. out of your day to... Uh, to be on our, our little podcast here. And, um, yeah, man, we, we really appreciate it. I think, I think I do want to say first off that I think what you've got going on is such a, it's such a tough deal. You know what I mean? It's such a tough position to be in. And I guess, uh, the question I have is, is why are you willing to be <laughs> in that tough position yeah. and that that's why i brought up like the uh the dirty jobs theme because it is such a tough job to try to to try to do or for someone to even want to do it's almost like being in customer service like mm-hmm. willingly oh i lost you there for yeah. two seconds you said oh I, I was just asking about like uh like why are you uh why is there such willingness to be in that position like i said it just seems like a customer yeah. service kind of deal yeah. Yeah. Well, as we all know, you never make everybody happy. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, Amen. actually I grew up in Ashland, Wisconsin doing dirt track racing. So my dad's been around that for oval racing for, he's like 52 years in now volunteering at a racetrack. And when I was like 16, 15 years old, I started working, you know, on the track, uh, being a pit stewardess, being a race director, being a flagman, that kind of a thing. And I got my feet wet race directing there, knowing that, hey, you know, there's always going to be one half of the the uh, call that the people aren't pleased about. But you got to do your best, you know, make the best call you can, keep it cool, be professional, so on and so forth. So I kind of got my feet wet early. And then I opened up my, 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 I broadened my racing spectrum to the snowcross industry, which uh, I do in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. And I race directed there for, oh, at least 10, 10, well, I did several different jobs, but I raced directly there for probably eight to 10 years. And then in the midst of that, I was still doing the dirt track oval stuff. And then Champ Off-Road came about and Carl asked me to do it there. So to answer your question, um, I'm a people person. I'm <laughs> for sure a people person, but I'm also a people pleaser. So I, it, it, I'm not exactly sure why this job, I, I why I choose to do it and why I enjoy doing it. But <laughs> um, I guess I take it with a challenge. You know, people always ask me, like, why in the world are you doing this? Like you get screamed yeah. at all day long. But mm-hmm. I take it as a challenge, you know, like the toughest of tough calls that you guys see every time we're at a racetrack. I take that as a challenge, like approaching this person, pulling this medal off of this person that's at the potential podium. No. Like it's going to be the, it, it's the, it's the worst position you could possibly be in. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I don't feel good about any bit of it, but I try to challenge myself, like to approach it in a way where they can not under, not agree, but maybe understand. And then, when I walk away, we're, we're both in a mutual agreement. It's like, Hey, he doesn't want to still throttle me in the face for what I just did. Or, you know what I mean? Like I try to make it to a point where again, he's probably not going to agree and he's not going to be happy, but I want him to understand where I came from and that it's never a personal thing or it's never a this, or it's never a that this give him all the angles of why I chose to do what I did and what Ryan and I did. And uh, I don't know. I challenge myself in that aspect, but it, it's, it's not fun at all doing that stuff. And I try to tell these drivers that every time I make a call, like, man, I, if I could have a race weekend where there's zero calls to make, I love it. Like, I wish that was the case, but, but that's never the case. So I don't know. I take it as a challenge, you know, like with any job, there's always the positives and the negatives. And I absolutely love racing. I love the off-road community. I love the people I work with at champ off-road and uh, those are the positives. And then those few negatives you get with making calls and having to deliver the bad messages. I, 
try to do it the best way I can and, and move forward from there, you know? Well, and then that's what I was super excited about was, um, Jeffrey had let me know like, yeah, Hey man, like Bobby's Bobby's down to come on the podcast. And I'm like, dude, that's, that's awesome. That's huge. Because I think for everyone, we, I think just want to understand a lot of the, you know, a lot of decisions or a lot of the calls, Like you said, whether people agree with them or not, you know, it's just your willingness to, to kind of put that out there and be like, Hey, well, here's, here's the reason why and, and, and why that there are these calls and why there isn't. And, um, so yeah, I mean, like I said, just, that's why I wanted to thank you just right off the bat. Just like, Hey man, I appreciate you coming on. Yep. You could easily have just been like, no, like you don't have to explain anything to anybody. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, uh, well, no. And and I I thank you guys for calling too, because it's, you know, I've talked to, I'm, I'm close with Brody, Kobe, obviously. And I talked Mm -hmm. to him and yep. I'm like, and I don't, I see you guys in passing, you know, but I told Brody a couple of times and Ryan and I have talked. I'm like, if you guys ever want to chat, you know, like I'm not ever going to come on here and, and pick a side or I'm going to, I'm going to shoot it straight the way it was. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and, and obviously um, I feel the more that people know the thought process of why behind certain things happened. Like I listen to you guys, yep. you podcasts, you, you guys do a great job by the way. And, Thank you. and there's certain things you guys have mentioned where I'm like, man, if I could only connect with those guys and, and not that you would agree or change, not that you would agree or change your ways, yeah. but at least shed some, shed some light on why that situation happened. At least you could be like, Oh, so I spoke with Bobby. You could even say you don't agree with that. I, you guys are, you you have your own opinions. I'm, I'm all for that, but at least I could shed some light on this is why Ryan and I decided to make the call that was made where thousands of people think it's the worst car in the world. And then the other <laughs> thousand might, might agree with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, uh, yeah, it's good. I, I'm transparent. I'm always, I'll always talk. I'm a talker. And if it can, if it helps, so be it. If it doesn't, at least I, I tried, you know what I mean? But I'm never going to shy and hide and be like, yeah, I'm not, I, I don't choose to talk about this. I, I don't, I don't know. I'm a bigger person than that. And in this position, you have to own it. And I've yeah. made several mistakes and I, I still will. But at the same time, if I have reasoning for the choices I've made, at least I feel good about it at that moment, you know? Yeah. And dude, and like you said, it's just kind of that willingness to, to do it, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, and also in that same aspect, then I guess let's, let's kind of get into things, let's you know, dive in. Yeah. yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, let, let's dive in head first. I mean, we, we just had uh Mr. Leduca on our uh, expert off-road analyst and um, yep. you know, yep. obviously he has his, side of things and, and people really, people really appreciate, you know, his, his mindset on things coming from, you know, a pro four driver explaining things. So I think that, you know, I'm, I'm just excited to then hear, you know, your side of things. And we opened up with the, uh, with the Jimmy pass on CJ. And, um, I guess the first question is, is, um, when you made that call, uh, what was, what was the call initially was, did you guys, uh, kind of have to, think about it or negotiate things. And I guess then why was the black flag so long as well? Yep. Got it. And I have reasonings for all those, especially the the black flag one, which they're, if I, in hindsight, I would have sped up that black flag if I could have now, but I'll give you yep. the reason why I did what I did. So anyways, we're going into a cemetery corner, turn three, right. And you have Jimmy and you have CJ two extremely talented drivers. And of course they, rub paint, so to speak. And so, you, you know, they're going to give it everything they got, but initially from the angle we get, we're staring straight onto the, the rear of their trucks and we see Jimmy go left and we see CJ stay right, essentially. And I'm like, okay, Jimmy's setting up for something. And next thing you know, they both hit that last little jump kick or uh, jump mm-hmm. and 
a dust melee and the number one car is twisted up in the guardrail. And I looked at Ryan immediately and I'm sure you guys know Ryan Newton and my, of the other race director, but him and I communicate obviously off radio. So I looked at him immediately. I'm like, I don't, I don't know that I like that. And the, the hardest part for us, but what we have to learn to do is we can't make a rash decision based off our immediate reaction. Like looking from the backside, like if I would have immediately made a call, I'd be like, dude, I think Jimmy just took him out. Yeah. Yep. You know, and that's, that's what you saw from the, the tail with the cloud of dust. But I'm like, no, factor things in. Like these guys are professionals or pro for Why would they do that at those high speeds? No one wants to really take somebody out and wreck their day, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, I, I radioed over to Carl in the tower, Carl Shabitsky. And I said, Carl, can you send me a replay immediately on that? I need to, I need to scope it out. So at this point, everyone's still racing and um, Ryan and I know that that call is pending, but we're not making a call during the race. And that's probably where some people are getting confused. Like are Ryan and Bobby just letting all this slide or like, was that a good pass? Was that not a good pass? But it was pending. And we tried to relay that to the spotters. Like I know Mm -hmm. CJ's spotter came up and he's like, you know, where you guys stand on this? I'm like, just give us a minute. You know, like we're waiting for video. I got to see, you know, from other angles. So anyways, we got the video and Ryan and I were briefly talking amongst amongst watching the race when it was a whatever whenever chance we could we're trying to look at it because if we can penalize during the race that's ideal yeah but if we if we i mean i'm not going to take my eyes off a live green plague racetrack and talk to ryan for two minutes and be like oh i just missed the best pass in the world and was that legit you know so anyways we got a quick moment i looked at the video he looked at it and the decision we came to is basically going down that stretch like the at, at the speeds they were going at like 80 some 90 some mile an hour we see jimmy go left for the pass mm-hmm. so at that point jimmy's behind cj cj has the right away and cj is going to set up and now this is coming from a race director only never driven a, a truck on an off-road track in my life. <laughs> so so i would assume kyle leduc i respect him greatly and other drivers have other insights because they've been in the vehicle but ryan and i are talking i'm like okay CJ is going into that corner with the track to himself and he's getting to the point where he's going to set that corner and, and keep it pinned to rail around the turn six. We called it Yep. at that point when we're watching the video, Jimmy hits that last jump and completely launches. And we're like, Holy smokes, what's happening now? Well, when Jimmy lands, I put myself in CJ's shoes. All of a sudden CJ sees this blue blur go past him. And at that point, when CJ is about to, I think set the truck to turn it sideways to hit that corner, he can't go anywhere. Right. Cause yep. Jimmy's right there. So at that point, that's where he locks up the brakes. And unfortunately at those speeds in those track conditions that are blue groove, like a skating rink, it throws him into the guardrail. So I, I put other factors into it. I'm like, okay, had CJ stayed in his groove and held it wide open. What's happening now, again, my opinion, right or wrong from other people at this opinion, if CJ sets that corner and Jimmy keeps it pinned, cause I know Jimmy kept it pinned due to the fact that he wanted to make that corner. Cause they, Otherwise, he'd be in the guardrail, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if, if CJ would have set his corner, they come together at those speeds, they're both in the guardrail. Yeah. And they're both wrecking to that point. So I looked at Ryan. I'm like, my two cents, and give me give me your thoughts, and we both agreed on it. I said, was there contact, if any? Not really. But that can't always be the factor in it due to the fact that if CJ is heading to that corner, he's going to set. And when he's going to set, this truck comes out of nowhere and lands because he – I don't want to say over jumps, but he, he sailed off that thing a lot further than any other truck had that whole race. Yeah. CJ has no choice, but to lock up the brakes, he locks up the brakes to save potentially Jimmy and him both going into the guardrail with worse circumstances. And he takes himself out. So I told that to Ryan, Ryan threw me his thoughts. 
he agrees with me. I'm like, all right, if we both think that's the right call, let's black flag Jimmy, give him a stop and go. So we go over the radio, tell Jimmy he has to do a stop and go. He pulls into the hot pit. And as Jimmy pulled into the hot pit, I was watching the, because uh, Bark River hot pits really, it's super fast. Mm -hmm, so yeah. you can literally, get, you can literally get in there, lock up the brakes and cruise right away, which is good. I mean, you're serving your, pe your penalty, but when Jimmy pulled in, I was the one that scanned the field. And I think it was Johnny Holcher. That was the tail gunner at that point. I saw Johnny and I saw Jimmy go in. I said, wait for the 93 to pass. Cause I, there were gaps, but in that instinct, I didn't want to cause chaos with Jimmy coming out, somebody going wide open off the start line jump and causing more chaos. And, and literally at the time, like, I was like, I should have went now and Ryan's tapping me on the back. Like he can go now. I'm like, I can't. So there was hesitation there. Um, can, do I say he could have, he could have, and maybe should have went sooner? Yes. But I was taking the safest road possible due to the fact that I wanted those guys to clear that start line corner before Jimmy going down. No watching a replay. I, that was live watching a replay. Maybe there's angles where I'm like, Bobby, why'd you wait till that truck? Why didn't you go after that truck versus that truck? But initially when he entered in the hot pit, I was like, wait for the 93. I told uh, Spencer and staging, wait for 93 to pass and then send him because that was the safest gap on a live track that I saw at that moment. Gotcha. So in a nutshell, that's, that's where it all landed. Um, and, 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 you know, I've, I've heard the other side of the story where there was no contact and, you know, CJ knew he was there. And I heard the story, other stories of what well, you, you could have sent Jimmy six times in the hot pit. And, and to those points, maybe some of those, you know, are true to certain people's beliefs, but, you know, to be real, that's exactly what panned out in our guys' heads. And, and afterwards we spoke to Jimmy and explained everything thoroughly to him and, and uh, you know, then make a six hour drive home the entire way thinking about did or didn't we make the right call and <laughs> throughout, throughout the work week, you continue doing the same thing. But yeah. again, I, I have valid reason for why Ryan and I chose to do what we did and, and we stand by that and, and, you know, try to move forward and, and, make be consistent if not do better you know what i mean yeah and and obviously you know hindsight's always going to be 2020 you know it's, it's easier to to you know quarterback couch it or you know whatever or you know for sure quarterback armchair uh from mm -hmm. from wherever you're at that that's easy to do but in the heat of the moment of things yeah you know that, that that's a tough call to do i think the only thing maybe for me or for us or whoever it was was that um 93 having to be right by like cj so that's, I think for me is the coincidence where I was like, man, were they holding him until, sure. until CJ went by? Because, and, and again, yep. like you, you gave your reasons and, and, and you know, that's what it is, but it was just a crazy coincidence of things that it made it feel 100%. like yep. that, you know, you were holding Jimmy until CJ went by at least. And, and unfortunately yep. that's how it looked. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And that's, and I can see how that would lay out. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in, in like a black flag circumstance like that, you know, if Jimmy were to even get in a hot pit and get cranking and stay ahead of CJ, he served his penalty and all we ask is a stop and go, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I, I strictly remember seeing the 93 and I said it immediately, wait for 93, you know, and, and was there other safe gaps potentially, but I just felt in the heat of the moment with those pro fours ripping that that was the best route to go. Um, and uh, yeah, but to your guys' point, I, I get it. Everyone's probably like, well, they totally want to throw him behind CJ because <laughs> yeah, of yeah. what happened. And, yeah. and, and I understand, I totally understand. And that's, again, like, that's why I don't mind sharing this stuff because yeah. some people might think I'm, I'm blowing smoke, but 
I'm trying to tell you guys as it happened, what, what did happen because yeah. I, I have nothing, I have nothing to win. You know, I want the respect of CJ and I want the respect of Jimmy and all 250 other racers, but that at the end of the day is probably not doable. And if it is pretty hard to do, you know what I mean? Oh, a hundred percent. And, and I think then, um, you know, even before that, uh, let's go into, uh, Saturday then, um, the, uh, the pro four race on Saturday, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, are you guys, like the start of the weekend, is it kind of one of those where you're like, hey, guys, like, you know, we'll let you race. If it starts to get out of hand, we're going to say something uh, because it seemed like there was a difference between the Pro 4 race on Saturday versus the Pro 4 race on Sunday. Yeah, no, and there there for sure was. I'll tell you that straight out. And yep. and how it how it came about, it was actually weird. And I, I told the spotters on Sunday because uh, I don't often chime in and talk to spotters, Ryan and Justin, JB do who are up on the tower with me, but I just chimed in. I said, Hey guys, this is Bobby. I said, I want to throw out my two cents. I said yesterday, which I was talking about Saturday, yep. we kind of let the gloves, we kind of let the gloves come off. I said, and I'll be honest. I said, I think I, we took it too far. Ryan thinks we took it, let it go too far is what I should say. I said, let's reel it back today. I said, the crowd might love to see that, but I don't want to see somebody at risk of getting hurt. I don't want to see hundreds of thousands of dollars just being trashed out there. Like, let's, let's just tell your drivers, take a deep breath. Let's, let's go back to the good racing versus the, the brawl, so to speak. And uh, how, yeah. it, but, but to, to backtrack how it panned out is the the very first incidents was another Jimmy and CJ incidents in turn three by that town, by the house there up yep. at the top. Yep. yep. And wh- when that had happened, I right away, I looked at Ryan, I said, I, Hey, like we should, let's make sure to review that. You know, there, there was contact, but we're looking again at the tail of the trucks. There's a lot more to see than just an initial reaction call. And as I hardly turned to him, I look back and there, I don't remember the order of events, but there was another mayhem. And then I'm like, okay, well, got to mark that one. I look again and somebody else is doing a slide <laughs> job that they completely didn't do properly and took out somebody else. So next thing I know, there's more body panels and race trucks on the, on the track out there. And I'm like, okay, like this is getting out of hand, but in this might, this might not sound the best, but at this point, how to, how do I, appropriately how did ryan and i appropriately start penalizing when four actions have already taken place but now the fifth action i start to to call on you know what i mean so it was a a round of events where at some point i looked at ryan and i'm like okay like if if there's an initial takeout and what i mean by that is if somebody goes into a corner and you could see they don't hit the brakes they don't do absolutely anything and they're blatantly looking to put somebody to yard sale them essentially and Mm -hmm. at risk of hurting them at that point let's make a call but at this point, like to somebody that made contact and took somebody else out, I feel like they retaliated in the following couple of corners. And I don't like that. I don't want that, but it just panned out in our heads. We're like, wow, like this isn't good at all. And I'm going to talk to them tomorrow, but let's, you know, I I guess we're going to let it be a rough one, so to speak. And it was, and I, I didn't care for it. And I talked to some of the drivers afterwards and, and I even asked them, I'm like, guys, what, like as pro four, what do you want? Cause let's be honest, if you're in the crowd and you see that mayhem happening, you, you're probably cheersing your beer and having a good time. Right. Oh, I'm and 100% jacked up. I'm finding someone. He's like, Lyle yeah. and Jeffrey don't drink. Give me their beers. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You too. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. But so there's, there is a good to that, but as a, 
you know, on the race directing side, like number one, it makes it a lot harder on us. And then two, I always put the safety into play, you know what I mean? And, and we want door rubbing, we want things to happen. Um, like even looking at the very first incident of CJ and Jimmy that started that whole day, like at the end of the day, I spoke to both drivers and, and we kind of hashed out everyone's thoughts on that. And we came to terms with that, that we were okay with that. Like, CJ was setting up, CJ was turning. There was no intentional turn right into Jimmy. There was, he was doing everything he could to make that corner. Jimmy was doing everything he could to hold that line. There's a nasty berm there. There's so many consequences that came in where was CJ coming in hard? Sure. But that's the kind of racing Ryan and I don't mind. But the second you see that wheel on a replay of, of CJ's turn hard, right to take Jimmy out, or you see like, no, the wheels don't stop rotating. They don't brake check at all. You, you this, when you start to not see those things, um, if you get what I'm saying, that's what we factor in. So, you know, we kind of wanted the Jimmy CJ thing to maybe continue, give the crowd a good show. That's entertainment. But mm-hmm. then it just, it just went haywire from there. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately it, it did get out of hand and that's why we tried to reel it back on Sunday. But that, the happy medium is so hard to find and that's what we want because we know it's off-road racing, but man, it's just consistency is key, but it is, it is unbelievably difficult. And when you factor in all the things that I'm trying to explain, it even makes it more tough. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Right. Cause I was even talking to Jimmy on Sunday and he was not so much bummed, but he was like, dude, he was, like, I'm, I'm pretty uh, discouraged about my class. Yeah, he was like, "We're we're better we're better drivers than this." He was like, "We are the premier class of the series," and he was like, "What we showed out yesterday was totally, um, like disheartening." And I was like, "Damn, dude, you're gonna make me cry here." Yeah, <laughs> you know, because I mean, he was he was bummed. I, he was just like, "We need yeah. to be better drivers." No, for sure. Well, and that's okay, I agree. Yeah. No, no, I, I cut you off. I apologize. I agree though, because it's, you know, the blood, sweat and tears they put into it, you know, the money they put into it and, and just to see it get just thrown out the door that quickly and circumstances that could potentially be saved. Like that's what I don't, I don't want to see. And there was a little too much of that on, on, on Saturday, you know, but I, again, what it was like, what came around went back or whatever. Oh, that no, no, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but no, you're right. Like, I feel like a lot of those drivers might've been bummed out. And, and quite frankly, I, w- I was super bummed. And so was Ryan. Like it was a, it was a crapshoot really. And yeah. uh, we tried to, we tried to reel it back in and, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, take a little maybe you guys touched on it, but is there something that like, even at the halfway marker where you could maybe, you know, go on the comms and just be like, Hey guys, like reel it back in, get your shit together. Like, no, we, yeah. Like, and let's, actually let's go racing. Like, Hey, yeah, come on we, now. We let we it actually, go. Okay. We do more often than you think on that, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and even during green flag, when the track's hot, we've done it before. Like um, just two random numbers, like 66 and 12, like guys, cool it, take a breath, you know, or we'll go grab the spotter and be like, Hey, so we do try to interact with the drivers or spotters as much as we can before having to make that call. Cause you could, we all, I mean, you guys have been on racing your whole life, but we all know, when two drivers are, are, are pissed at each other, you can sense it. You know what I mean? You oh, can yeah. sense yeah. their actions versus two that wouldn't do that to each other, so to speak. So when I start to sense that tension, so to speak, I'm like, all right, go on. The, I have Ryan go on the spotter radio or I go up to the spotter or like you said, uh, Jeffrey, come caution, like guys, come on, like your professionals, 
let's cool it. Let's put a show on for the crowd, but let's not just start trashing everything, yes. you know? So yes. we do take that, that initiative as well. Um, and, you know, sometimes that helps, sometimes it, it doesn't, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, they're, they're all racers and, and I respect them all, but man, they're, when they put the helmet on, they got one thing in mind and that's to win. And sometimes they do maybe everything that they can. That's a little bit too far in our eyes and into them. It's, it's not. So yeah. it's a, it's a hard, it's again, it's can't please them all, but we try our best, you know? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let me put this idea out for you. Me and Tito were talking about this. How about a fight club at Cranston? <laughs> you know, we, we just, we, you know, we, we were like, hey, drivers, just call them out. Let's get this over with so we could have good racing all weekend. Right. Just, just, yeah. Yep. yeah. Just finish it off. Just yep. clear the water. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Just like, hey, man. Then as they come up to the podium, be like, hey, man, how come you got a black eye? We don't talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> like, but that was a good, clean race, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They can do, they can do anything they want. They just got to take it off the property of Crandon. Yeah. 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 yeah, Bobby, we need a fight director. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. hey, I'm out. Yeah, I'm don't, out. don't tell Carl. Yeah. 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 But we got. I'm out on that one. Um, uh, I, I got uh, two more questions. Um, so for the um, for the pro stock on Sunday, uh, I guess what is your involvement as far as that goes? With um, you know there being a, a car at the bottom of the hill uh, off the Taco Bell jump, and uh, as far as the communication goes um, with them, mm-hmm. you know, saying like, "Hey, there's a there's a car down there," you know, yep. uh, no no air, keep keep all four tires on the ground is is that a is that a call that you make or is that is that a is that a carl call or or kind of no that's me and ryan okay yeah that's the two of us so uh go back to lena um ryan and i every race we try to learn more and more and verbiage is huge and we try to do things and and we're taking input from racers so starting i'll get back to your question but starting in lena um we at the, at the driver's meeting, we started saying, okay, new, new like protocol for any yellow is if you hear yellow, 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 those three, we'll say it three times followed by that is going to be the action of what you need to take. But what that means with those three yellows is that there's a local yellow on course. Uh, chances are high. The safety vehicles are already there and a vehicle's, you know, stalled out upside down, whatever the case might be. So if you hear that, you can't pass, you can't, um, you can't uh, jump, you know, depending on the scenario of where it is, uh, you can't gain ground. You can't roost. Um, and in a circumstance, like if take that incident that you're talking about Tito and and move it two corners or another corner down, we would have yellowed that out. Those guys could still jump that like that whole no jump means like if you're, if it's literally in a whoop section, you can't jump to there. So if you know what I mean? So this, this one was a little bit different because it's coming over that Taco Bell flyaway, but back to your question. So that side-by-side was stalled out and I got the seat. So what happens in a circumstance, I'll break it down even further for you guys is, is when it comes to an incident like that, Ryan and Justin are like in control of the spotters radio. And then I'm in control of our safety trucks. So to walk through that scenario, that vehicle gets stalled out at the bottom of the hill. And I jump on right away. And I said, at the time it was Justin, I said, JB, uh, we need a yellow and turn. What was that now? Turn seven. 
Um, no jump, no, like you can't take the tires off the ground. Or I said, yellow, 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 turn seven. That's what it was. I said, but make sure they don't catch air over Taco Bell because our guys are literally at the landing of that jump and it's blind coming over that. And at that time, he jumps on the spotters radio, says, yellow, 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 turn seven. Do not keep all four tires on the ground. Do not jump the Taco Bell jump. Stay right when you get to the bottom. And so I'm talking to our safety trucks, getting everybody over there. And in the midst of that, Ryan, myself and JB, and then we have eyes on the ground. Jason, who's at Taco Bell, are, are scanning that section to see if anybody lifts. So safety truck is there. They're doing their thing. And at this point, I monitor them to keep them safe and get them off, you know, in and out as clearly as we can without obviously anything happening. And Ryan and, and Justin keep on with the racers, telling them what they need to do throughout the whole time until we clear the corner. But the second... First place went over. Um, I glanced over because the safety truck guys were good. I said, hey, your leader's coming up on you. He's going to be slow. He's not jumping. He's going to stay right. First place did it. Second and third place didn't. And then uh, fourth place checked up but still got air. And whether it was 6 inches, 12 inches, 48 inches, 6 feet, he still got <laughs> all four tires still left the ground. So uh, now we're back to the point of I hear eyes on the ground, Jason, and Ryan saying, Hey, second place, third place, fourth place. And then like 10 vehicles down the road, there was a number 21 all got air. So clear the truck that's on, on course, which is my job. The right racers back, you know, doing what he has to do unless we told him now we're back to green flag, but turn seven cleared. We have to initiate these penalties. So I looked at Ryan and I, and I talked to Jason who's on the ground. I said, it was second, third and fourth, correct? They said, yes. I said, and then number 21 was that vehicle way back. So we gave them a stop and go. And what had happened was um, I spoke to actually all of those drivers in that circumstance in second and third place. Uh, you know, they, they innocently said they, they didn't hear it, but I can, I can promise. And I, I double checked with several, several other spotters. I think we said yellow, 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 two, if not three times with several, with, with several time coming up to that jump. So whether second, third place might've had their radio keyed, whether their spotter and I interrupted, whether there was frequency issues, what have you, I don't know. But the fact I know that we yelled it out was because number one, first place did what we told them. And yeah. then second, third, fourth did, but fifth place through 12th did, 13th didn't, 15th on did, so on and so forth. So that's how that whole scenario went. And, and typically, if it was further down in that corner, we wouldn't be so crucial on keeping the tires on the ground. But the fact of the matter is it was blind. And the last thing we want is for our safety guys or that down vehicle to look up and see four tires in the air coming at them, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, well, uh, our, uh, our main source of uh, communication here has got to, uh, get rolling here in a bit, but, um, no man, I think, I, I think that this is wonderfully insightful. I, I again, want to thank you so much for being willing to kind of talk about it. And I think that we could kind of discuss things, you know, all day long, uh, different calls and stuff like that. And, and again, just, I think this is the fan in me, just appreciating being able to get to, you know, talk to the race director and understand yeah. the kind of things that you guys have to go through, the decisions that you have to make. I think it's absolutely fascinating. So for you to kind of offer that to us, to everyone else is, is great. And, and whether people, like you said, like your call or not, Hey man, like this is, this is a tough job. It's a dirty mm -hmm. job. Someone's got to do it. And I mean, all, all we can ask for is you doing the best that you can. And I think that, I think that you are from, from everything that we're, we're hearing. Sure. Well, I appreciate that. And like I said, many will agree, many will disagree, but uh, I, I just, we'll, we'll do our best to improve and keep consistent. And, 
you know, again, I'll never make a rash decision, just throw it out there and not have any good reasoning behind it. So, um, yeah, if there's, if there's ever a time you guys want to chat or, or one explanation, I'm, I'm more than happy to give you some insight and try to shed a little light on the, the situation. Yeah, no, and, and I think that was something that I was probably going to then ask is if you're willing, like, again, sometime down the road, whether it's after Crandon or whether it's after Jay, whatever it may be, you know, I, I think it's a fantastic insight that, um, you know, not very many people get to understand or listen or even get the opportunity to in, 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 in any other motorsport. So, mm-hmm. um, sure. So, yeah, thank you so much, Bobby. Thank cool. you for your time. Yeah, we appreciate uh, we it. We appreciate it. And mm-hmm. we will we'll see you at Crandon, man. Sounds great, guys. Appreciate the call and have a good week. All right. Yeah, you, you too, too, man. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bobby is good shit though. Like, yeah. like he said, me and Jeffrey see him during Snowcross. And yeah, yeah, he's always happy. He's always willing to talk to us. He even helped us with Rush. Like, yeah. no questions asked at any goal. He's like, Yeah, what do you guys need? Yep. Like you said, he's always he is a good guy. And and it's that transparency, I think that that goes mm-hmm. a long way, whether you know, drivers like the decision or not. Yeah. And, um, you know, he even said it that, uh, you know, consistency is, is key and whether they, you know, nailed it at Bark river or not. Um, I think it's one of those of just trying to understand where he's coming yeah. from. Yeah. And when he was explaining his two cents thought process. I, yeah, yeah. And, and I, and I, I like that. He was like, by the way, I've never driven on a track. Yep. Yeah. You know, he kind of put that out there. Um, do I personally agree with the uh, penalty? Um, no, in a sense. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just me. Yeah. Um, I think it was just hard racing and let it be hard racing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and like I said, I'm not a racer, but, you know, it sucks what happened to CJ and... You know, and exactly the opposite way around at Cranon. It sucks what happened to Jimmy. Do I think yep. that deserved a black flag? No. Or a penalty? No. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but like I said, these guys have to do it in, what would you real say? Real time, like, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, real time. Three minutes. Happening. You know, he, the real time that he explained to us, he did it in 10 minutes. Yeah. Where yeah. he but only like, had three minutes to do it. Yeah. And then it answered your question, why did it take so long to think? He was like, all right, I can't make a rash decision because he was like, I would have thrown that would kick Jimmy out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> out of the series. Yeah. Get out of here. But like, again, I, for me, it's good racing both ways. What CJ did at Crandon, I think it was good racing. What Jimmy did at Bark River, I think it was good racing. Um, Saturday was a little hectic, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and that's when I probably like, if my personal decision, I would have been throwing black flags left and right. Yeah, I'd be like you get a black flag, you yeah. get a black flag. or like I said, or like I told, like asked him, I was like, "Can you go over the comms?" And I would have been, I would have been all fucking over no. those comms. I'm like, "Hey, you guys, fucking cut, knock yeah, it off, cut yeah. the shit." Yeah, yeah it's almost you, like you've got to almost like threaten them, almost like, yeah. "Hey, cut your shit." Or like we're gonna start enforcing yeah. shit yeah. now. Like you guys are taking it too far. Or it happens that, again, or even that, or I'd be like, "We're gonna start penalizing. We're gonna start taking money from you guys." Yeah, I, I'd. <laughs> See, this is why I don't think I could do yeah, it, man. So. I'd, I'd come over the thing and be like, like at Comp Yellow, I'd come over the radio and be like, you done? Jeff? fun? Did you enjoy that? Yeah, yeah. No more. Cut the shit. Yeah. yeah. I see so much um, as a fucking fender bend. Yeah. 
You're done. Yeah. yeah all right. Pack up and leave. Yeah. All right. Totally dad him. Be like, yep. you like fixing your truck? Yeah. yeah right. You must. You, like, you must. You keep using yeah, it as yeah, a weapon. Yeah, yeah. Keep wrecking it. <laughs> hey, you fuckers. Yeah. Knock it off. Yeah. No, fuck. Yeah. God damn it. I already see it. Headlines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think I could have. But like I said, it, it's more of like, like I said, there's a fine line between Good racing yeah. and a shit show. Yeah. For yeah. both our guests today, we had, we could have kept going on for both of them. Oh, like man. we had yeah. so many more questions for yeah, Kyle for, and, and Bobby. It's just yeah. like, yeah, we ran out of time. Yeah. Cause then we got to get ready to do a yeah. little, little commercial shoot. You yeah. got to take your boy to, to gymnastics. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I think the thing with Bobby, pills. dude, we could have, Oh, we Bobby, talked about I wanted Bobby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I wanted to ask if he sees like what happened, what's happening in like, the back of Pro 2. It's exactly yeah. something I was going to bring up, too. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you got all this happening up here, but do you see what's also happening yeah. back there? Yeah. And like I said, that, that that's a sucky part of the situation, what mm-hmm. Bobby has. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm glad he still, he was so beat about it. He was like, yeah, hey, man, it's my thought process. You can mm-hmm. think I'm the good guy yeah. or bad guy, but he said, we got to make the calls. So Yeah. You almost have to have, like, somebody that's, like, very positively driven like like bobby yep. to kind of be in that spot yeah. i mean because yeah. come back week after week <laughs> yeah <laughs> year yeah. after year week after week getting mm-hmm. yelled at i mean criticized by everyone maybe you know maybe people don't even know who yeah. you are but they're just like that motherfucker like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like i said i mean he i think he just needs to start being more vocal or they yeah. just need to start being more vocal mm-hmm. over the comms like, no. like mm-hmm. i said me i'd be all over that shit mm-hmm. i'd be mm-hmm. like guys yeah like you said you fucking touch anybody yep we're, you're done. Yeah. You're off yeah. the track. We're, we're not a black flag. You're off the track yeah. until yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. You know, like totally dad him. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, you done? Yeah. Did you have fun? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> we did it. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the crowd loves it, yeah. but. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I like, yeah, I like to. He's like, oh, yeah, have a beer. I'm like, shit, I'd be like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> but, yeah. No, so. I mean, I mean, like I said, to, to kind of wrap things up here, like, just to, to be a fan and to be able to kind of have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, ability to have him give us the insight and explanation yep. and everything else like that is absolutely fascinating. Yep. So, mm-hmm. But all right, I know you got to get going. I know that we got to pack up and, and do our stuff. So yep. I'm Tito Labine, the CM Paul show. Sorry for uh, rushing the end of the show, but oh, well, thank rushing. you. Yeah. Yeah. Blame Alex. Oh, uh, damn. Yeah. R.I.P. So no, thank you for everybody that's listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. And um, oh, uh, I'm all, uh, uh, Love you. Bye. Love you guys. Bye.